Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Post Game Overreaction Show. I'm your host, Paul Meharry, joined alongside Dane Young. Maybe Rodney Bolsey will join us a little later. He was actually at the game. We've got a ton of coverage coming to you from UGASports.com. Rough one, Dane. Very rough, uh, to put it mildly. Alabama 27, Georgia 24. Alabama breaks Georgia's 29 game win streak record inside Mercedes Benz. As always, Dane, we want to know where you're watching us from. Put it into the comments. We'll shout you out. And as always, if you want to join us, the link is in the description. You can chat amongst us uh, and we can, we'll, we'll be going for a while tonight. Let's get these emotions out. We'll, we'll just, you know, get it going. And Dane, initial thoughts as we always do. I mean, look, there's going to be a lot of hurt here for Georgia fans right now. And I think a lot of that, like Georgia probably lost this in the first half more than it did the second half. Alabama had a couple clutch drives here. The the one to score a touchdown halfway through the fourth quarter was phenomenal. I, I think if there's anything to take away from this, it's like I'm not making excuses for Georgia here, but like Bowers was was hurt. It was obvious. McConkey was hurt. It was obvious. You lose Mims halfway through the first quarter, and you just really changed after that, and everything on offense seemed really difficult. And I thought Carson Beck made a lot of poor decisions in this game. It probably could have been worse in some cases, but he made some plays too. Um, I, I think based on what we saw with Milrow, this is probably the day that Georgia fans need to look at this and say, you can't win titles anymore. You you can win a lot of games, but you can't win titles anymore unless you're – one of two things has to happen. Either your quarterback has to have a, a legit mobility playmaker running threat, which Carson Beck has extended plays. He's gotten things that are there, but he's not that. Or you have to have an elite, elite, elite group of receivers around an accurate quarterback. That's the path that Georgia was trying to go this year. Didn't have that as much today with Bowers hurt, with McConkey hurt, with a rah-rah hurt. Just wasn't good enough. Wasn't good enough on offense. They couldn't establish a run, and, and the injuries caught up to them. And then Milrow was just a monster. I mean, we said he had to play out of his mind to win this game, and he did. Yeah, there's a you know there's a lot to dissect in this game, right? I mean, you could look at the false start on the field goal attempt. You could look at the fumble on the ten yard line where Georgia's defense was able to keep them to only three points, which was you know pretty amazing in and of itself. Hell of a day for Jalen Walker. I'll give him a shout yeah. out. Jim Jalen Walker looked great. Uh, this question is going to be asked a lot throughout the show tonight. Uh, the Bright Wolf asks, are we still in the playoffs? We'll kind of dissect that as we go on, I guess, uh, Dane, and, and see what we can come up with. Um, but as of right now, if you're asking me right now, I don't think that Georgia's in the playoffs. Uh, there's a massively lot of, unlikely. Yeah, there's a lot of work that needs to uh, needs to be done in order for Georgia to make the playoffs. Uh, man. It's tough, right? Because there's a lot of 29 games, 29 game win streak is is a lot. Two national titles. So I mean, some you've never seen before. But to lose this way to a team that it feels like they've had your number, you know, even though you did beat them in the national title, they they posted a graphic on the broadcast. Georgia's lost them what four out of five times. You know, it's they've had your number. And for you to be so close and what sucks the most is if you don't make the playoff based off of this day you lost by three points this game had multiple opportunities where you could have won this game and you lost by three points and you don't make it i'm gonna bring on jason butt here uh jason what's going on man hey how you guys doing um 
just kind of a wild night, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, as we always do, you have any initial thoughts for us? Uh, yeah, man. I, I've been saying all year, this is Carson Beck's team. This is the pass first team. And I, I don't know, you run the ball 23 times with your running backs and you're getting nowhere. I, I, I really didn't understand the offensive game plan tonight. Uh, maybe, maybe it was to try to keep Miller off the field. Maybe I don't, I don't understand the tosses to the boundaries in the first half. There's just a lot there that I thought were just coaching blunders on my, uh, on just from my perspective. And so when you do that and, and you and you coach not to be as aggressive as you'd like to be at this stage of the season against, you know, one of the two premier programs in college football, Georgia being the other one, when you coach that way, you're going to, you know, these are the results you should expect. And that's not to take anything away from uh, prior, obviously the last two, two to three years, with this, this team and what they've accomplished and what they've done. But just tonight I, I was just really confused. Um, uh, given what we saw on the first drive and what we saw in the second half, especially halfway through the third quarter and fourth quarter. Um, I mean, this is, this is Carson Beck's team. You had some injured receivers. You see, you got still got some great receivers. Was I, a, it was dumbfounding to me. There was a drive. I think that they ran the ball three times, Dane, and uh, you could see Carson Beck coming off the field going, what the, are we doing? Uh, it, it seemed much like Jason saying, it seemed like there was a different game plan here and they went away from, kind of what got them here in a sense. And 31 attempts rushing, 78 yards. That averages out to two and a half yards a carry. Yeah, and some of those are Beck being sacked. Um, sure. So, uh, sure. And well, a he, couple he, of those he, are scrambles. He finished with negative two yards. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, but you've got his eight attempts. in. But still, right. so, so yeah, it was, what, 23 attempts to Milton and Edwards for about three and a half a carry. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't working early I, after the first two drives. They, they just kind of got away from Beck. And I, to me, that was a difference. And I know everybody in the chat is probably fuming over the, uh, the non-review at the end of the first half. I mean, that was so incredibly major, um, yeah. you know, cause it, it did look like it rolled, you know, it's possible. It could have been a play stance. You know, you never know with these refs and, and these officiating crews and what's a catch, what's not a catch, but um, it did look like it rolled. It did, and to not review that in that situation, uh, I just think that's that's uh, officiating malfeasance, if uh, if you ask me. I'll bring on uh, our good friend James. He's always the first one to call in. We'll get to him. I see you, Brian. I see you, John. I'm getting to you guys in just a second. James, what's going on, man? What's up, guys? Tough loss, huh? <sighs> yeah, it wasn't a fun watch. Um, I, I, I'm not going to complain too much about Bobo because I think – they recognize from this week of practice, we're not going to have a full um, staff of receivers out here. And even on that first drive when they scored, Beck was hitting his third option. He's really having to pat the ball. And, you know, we weren't winning one-on-ones. We had injured guys, but, you know, Dylan Bell didn't win many one-on-ones. Lovett didn't either. And I think they thought, you know, we're going to have to run the ball. Um, this Carson being a stationary target. He just can't sit there and pat it, hoping someone gets open. So I understood the plan, but, you know, at some point they just said, you know, we got to let Carson win it or lose it. It may have been a little too late, but um, – and then we've complained all year. You can't field a team that can't stop the run and expect to win a championship. I think it's as simple as that. Yeah, so I, I want to comment on that. And, and to me that's, that's, in a way, coaching – dare I say it, coaching scared. Your guys are down, and you're like, okay, we got to run the ball. We got to 
if it's not working, you got to adjust. And they, they, like you said, they adjusted too late. And I, I just, these, these guys know better. They've been there. They've won championships. They know better. Not everybody's going to be perfect. Not everybody's going to have great days. This was just not a good day for them. And, and it really hurt them. And you know, when it mattered most, there's a lot of things you can look back on this game, right? Uh, missed opportunities for Georgia. Obviously the, the one play that, I'm sure Kirby will get asked about in his press conference. He won't be able to speak too much on it, or he might. Screw it, he might. Uh, is the Isaiah Bond catch on that fourth down play? You know, there's a ton that you can look back on. And I think the problem is, uh, at least for Georgia fans right now, is you lost such a close game, but you're not going to be one of the top four teams in the playoff. When you you probably are a top four team, um, and yeah. I think that's what's got everybody a little bit upset. Yes, obviously you want to beat Alabama, but to then be kicked out from number one all the way down to five, Dane, seems like kind of a kick in the face. It's more just the landscape of what the rest of college football is doing, right? In other years, this wouldn't be that case. You'd have Alabama and Georgia both in there and likely playing again for a national championship. But, you know, just the way that teams haven't lost this year. Um, you know, it's – Jason, I agree with you to some extent, but, like, I, I'm definitely nowhere near as far as you are on this because I'm – like, what should Bobo have done? I guess you're saying air it oh. out more. I wouldn't say this is Bobo. I, I'd put it on Kirby more than Bobo. I mean, I, I, I think Bobo gets all the blame because he's the play caller. But when you talk about game plan, that's Kirby smart. That's Kirby smart setting the tempo – or not the tempo, the tone, the the expectations of what he wants. at a certain. And then when you're in the game and Bobo is dialing up a run or, or this or that, that, there's also direction in that headset coming from the head coach. And it's saying, hey, we need this, We you know, we need that. At, at a certain point, as the head coach, you got to say, hey, Mike, you got to give me some passes. You got to get aggressive. And I feel like it started to change when when uh, Carson hit the deep shot to Arian Smith. And that's when you started to see the game flow change. It should have never gotten to that point in the game. I, I uh, think probably some of that fear, though, was like even these are two plays that happened after that. There was one in the red zone that should have been an interception that Beck, it was going for Bowers. That should have been an interception. And then Dylan Bell had to break up a play that sure. could have been. I mean, you know, like, you, you got to trust your guys. You got to trust I, your guys. I agree with you, but I think yeah. there was fear of turnovers in that point. And you can't coach turnover, scared. The, you, the you turnover happened on the exchange with Dylan Bell in the backfield. So, yeah. like, I, Kirby's always going to be more like risk mitigation in terms of turnovers, and that ended up hurting them here. I want to ask yeah. you about this, James, and I'm going to get to the next couple of callers because we've got some folks waiting. 29-0 before today, Steve Ward says. Now let's not lose sight of the bigger game. How do you how do you feel right now? Your dog's back-to-back -back national champions. Obviously, this one hurts. Where where are you on the emotional scale? I guess that's going to be my running question for everybody tonight. I always normally have one that I try to tie into everybody. Where are you at right now on the uh, on the just kind of the emotional scale of this game and the season and twenty nine and zero? I mean, it, it all seems like it's accumulated here because it's your first loss, right? Since then, so where, where are you at? I mean, same way I felt about the Braves. You know, great regular season, and then you Ooh. know, bit down your leg. Um, Ooh. I'm <laughs> upset defensively because we saw it and I you know we laughed all week about Jalen Auburn and their defense against Jalen Milrow they did that for the first half just sitting there and he's padding 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 and I didn't think he was spectacular he took what the defense gave him but at the end of the day Georgia's a, a defensive first team and it just really sucked to see a team not be able to stop the run because then the turnovers 
um, the missed points on the field goal, the non-review, that adds up and really hurts a team that can't run the ball. So I'm pissed. Um, you know, maybe come spring practice time, I'll be, you know, look back at it and it was awesome. But I'm upset because Georgia shouldn't have lost this game. I think they had a better team, some bad injuries, but I thought the plan was really bad, which I never thought was going to happen. Um, I Maybe not really bad is I just thought Georgia got outcoached as well, and I just really wasn't expecting that, and I could take um, a loss another way, but I'm pissed. Yeah, I, I think that's probably going to be the sentiment of, of most uh, fans watching tonight, James. As always, we appreciate you starting off the show with us. Hope baby girl's doing well, and uh, we'll talk to you. Man, I don't know when we'll talk to you. <laughs> we'll talk to you the bowl game maybe? Uh, uh, maybe. But, all right, it was fun season, guys. Um, the baby's cries are a little bit louder after a loss. I heard- <laughs> right, right, right. Hey, man, again, thank you so much for calling in, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you down the road, my friend. Yeah, take care, guys. See you. James, one of the – James came on real strong, man. Came run real strong about halfway through the season. Let us off every show. We appreciate uh, James Carraway. And he had his daughter. Just a, just a good guy. So here's a guy. I don't know if he's called in a ton uh brian how's it going brian hey it's uh best to be expected i guess yeah man um dane you wanna you wanna co-host with me and you can ask brian not, i'm not saying it in a bad way i'm not saying that in a bad way uh, you want to like start off asking brian some questions and then we'll kind of I mean, go off that brian what just explain what you're feeling right now. I mean, that's the yeah. question well, I thought you, I thought, Dan, I thought you was going to ask me why I was on the front porch, but I had to come outside, <laughs> man. My family is very upset. Uh, relatives <laughs> are upset. So I figured the best way to do this would be to step outside for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't called in in a while. Sorry about that, man. We thought we'd call in tonight just to support your show. Really appreciate what you did this year. But, uh, of course, that. we're disappointed like everybody else, man. Uh, initial thoughts. You know, I know this is an overreaction show, but uh, we just, in our household, we didn't like the play calling. We didn't like uh, the fact that, you know, that we we know we had to lean on Bowers or McConkey in certain situations, but they're both evidently not playing at full potential, uh, especially McConkey, man. And, you know, I just it just bothers me knowing that there's other players maybe on the sidelines that could contribute that are full speed that could have maybe you know uh uh just contributed a little more uh the defense we really were you know it was really it was kind of different tonight and we really watched uh Chaz a lot and we just wish that Jalen Walker would be on the field a lot more than he is it's evident that when he's on the field that he's uh you know he's elite and it just bothered us that he wasn't out there a lot more to to make to make plays uh you know even yeah, I agree with that a hundred. I'm glad you brought that up, Brian. Uh, Chaz, and no offense to Chaz, Chaz would run circles around me on a football field. That's not. The, oh, that's no doubt, no doubt. Yes, sir. you know, but 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 Jalen was just far superior when he was out there on the field, and you know, it's it's one thing. I guess we have to look forward to next year seeing Jalen out there for hopefully three downs. I would think, right? Uh, be a three down player for Georgia next year. A lot of folks in the there's a lot of people in the chat right now, and I understand that the chat's kind of going crazy saying like georgia sucks i don't know if i don't know if you could take it that far uh, no 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 yeah, something else before, before i get cut off and go to the next caller i don't want to hold you up no, something man, else good. that was real evident was in the first half man every a lot of a lot of almost every uh play series there would be six seven players of alabama on our 
uh, on our players. So if it was a receiver being tackled, if it was a running back being tackled, it was almost looked as if from the TV copy that they knew what we were going to run. It was just very vanilla. And I don't know whether it was just they were reacting and Alabama's that good or they just had our number and just knew what was coming next. I don't know, guys, because uh, I I watched this team all season and I couldn't tell what was coming next because it just seemed so odd. Uh, it, it wasn't the normal Georgia game plan, Brian, and, and that's kind of my opinion. It it looked weird. Every every series, you didn't know what was coming, uh, whether it was three rushes and they were done, whether it was three passes and they were done. It just it something looked out of sync, and it very well could be, like you said, your first point, Brian, was Ladd and, and Bowers weren't healthy. And and we're not going to go down that road, Georgia fans. We're not doing that. We're not being Ohio State. We're not being Alabama. That's mm-hmm. not the case. But they they were they weren't a hundred percent. Now that's where you have to play that kind of risk aversion game of do I play Lad at eighty percent or do I play somebody else? They might be at a hundred percent, but they're not the player Lad is. And I think Georgia struggled with that, and Lad did too. I tweeted out during the game. Brock and Lad gave everything they could for the University of Georgia. You saw it. They're they're out there. They were hurting. They showed. I tweeted that out right after they showed Brock Bowers on the sidelines. Just you could see him grimacing on his face, like it, it, he was hurting out there. And he gave everything he could to be out there. Just couldn't get the job done. You know. I think Brian, they overthought what, it. I, I think they overthought it. I just wanted to th- throw that in the coaching staff. You have other guys. You have Rosemary Jack Saint. You have Love It. I mean, no, are they are they Brock Bowers? Are they Loud McConkey? No. But you have other guys you can get the ball to. Dylan Bell, you can get the ball to him. There's other players in this offense. Next man up. That's typically yeah, even, the mantra. In yeah, even Delp, man. Delp had no throws tonight. Not one. So, I mean, let's also yeah. realize that if, if there's not a false start, then that's a tie ball game at the end. Now, maybe Alabama hasn't enough time to – like, we can overreact in a lot of ways. That's what the show is. But, like – this was still a really close game between two talented teams. Georgia had a lot of adversity, didn't overcome that. Now, some people may say the adversity was in the own game plan for coaching, and that's fine. We can have that discussion, as I'm sure we will the rest of the night. But, like, if that field goal goes through, you have a tie game at the end. And I'm well, maybe fact, you can say that all throughout the game. Yeah. Say well, maybe because I mean, the way Alabama was driving on that last drive. Look, we, we know for sure Bama doesn't have a 17 7. Uh, advantage at halftime if they call the right play on that drop. So it, that changes things too, Brian. Uh, I want to get to the next person here, Brian. I yeah, appreciate thanks, man. Appreciate you, fellas. That's thanks, a hell Brian. of a porch you got there, brother. You built that yourself. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Looks good. Looks good, man. I can appreciate some good fine carpentry. So yes, sir. I appreciate that. Yes, Take sir. It appreciate easy, it. Man. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, fellas. Boys, it's tough. Yeah, Dane, hit, hit me up on the. I'm trying to keep up, dude. I'm trying to keep up with this and the the YouTube comments. They're flying in, and I appreciate you guys watching. Uh, we're we'll get through this together, folks. We'll get through this together. We've got Big Big John, fellas. What's up, John? You are uh, the most pessimistic dog fan <laughs> I know. I was so, waiting uh, on you to say that. This can uh, <laughs> this cannot be good, folks. Uh, buckle in. <laughs> And, no, 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 uh, just, no. Right, just sit back. What, what are you? You've turned the corner. You've turned a page. All good John. things, all good things must come to an end, right? Ooh. But listen, ooh. this is this is a reaction, right? Of course. And I, and I can use y'all aren't. By, let me just say this: Jermaine Burton is an asshat. You win the SC. I don't know if y'all saw that. And I, there, I, there's I, a video, Paul. Yeah, I saw when he goes over to the crowd and says some stuff. I mean, listen, yeah, I you just that. win the SEC championship. Listen. If you got that much hatred for Georgia, you probably should have never committed and came. 
to begin with. Anyways, yeah. second thing I think that we lose that I haven't heard mentioned. Peyton Woodring misses the field goal that led to three points. But Makai Muse fair catched a punt on the five-yard line that led to three points. Again, do they still get the three-point to score? Maybe. But you let that ball go into the end zone, you're uh, 15 yards or uh, I think you're or 20 yards ahead of where you were. That led to three points. Again, we're talking about little things. Peyton Woodring, yes, the false start, but that led to three points. Second thing I want to say is, or third thing, is, you know, we can blame Mike Mobo, but I agree with what the other guy said before. It's on the head coach, man. And if we don't have a generational defense in 21, we may not have a win against them. There's, he has got, they are our kryptonite for whatever reason. We don't play with the same aggression. We don't, we play timid. Um, and it is what it is. And last thing I'll say, and then I'll shut up. We need to be very, very careful because we're probably, and you guys know more than I do, headed to the Orange Bowl, probably oh, no, I, playing I, Texas or Ohio State, maybe, depending mm-hmm. on how it shakes out, with, let's be honest, a very, very young team. I just can't see a Brock Bowers or a Javon Bullard or Lad McConkey, and I'm sure I'm missing four or five others playing. So, You're gonna have yeah. a lot of guys transfer before that too. They're they're the okay. portal, so like down on the roster. That's happening starting next. Right. Week. This is again. Here comes my pessimism. This smells like the Sugar Bowl in January of nineteen versus Texas. Yeah, when Texas claimed they were back. Right. Yeah. Or the well, they or may the, be. Um, <laughs> what was it? It was the Sugar Bowl against uh, Cincinnati too, wasn't it? So that was a Chick-fil-A we won Chick-fil-A. on the second field goal. Yeah, Chick-fil-A, yeah. That, it, it screams kind of that as well. Um, I don't know. It's so tough to even look that far ahead, John, because there is still a hope, a hope that Georgia can make the playoff. Um, is it, is you it need, done, you need Iowa. You need Iowa and Louisville to win. Louisville, maybe. Florida State's down to the third string quarterback, but – Iowa beating Michigan tonight? I don't, I don't know. And, and, and think about this, too, if this is overreaction and doesn't matter now. Let's just say that Florida State and Michigan win and Florida State gets in. SEC officiating may have cost the SEC from getting in the college football playoff. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, so that, I was – And then again, that's overreaction and that's, you know – Which I, but, I think that's going to be further validation for the 12-team playoff of like, well, yeah. if that game happened – Now, it may be – invalidating for conference championship games, those may go away eventually. I could see that right. happening. Yeah, I mean, right. it's it's one of those things where um, Georgia sits at home today. They're in the playoff. Right. Uh, you know, if they don't show up to this game, they're in the playoff. Uh, and and that, like Dane said, it just goes to show that we're probably one, one year late on a 12-man yeah. Playoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, last year, year it's been this way. That's what's right. Amazing. I was going to say last year yeah. you 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 had four that you barely could pick four. Years prior, you you barely could pick four. This year is the first one where you needed you needed the twelve. Let me ask you guys this, and you do it for a living, just 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 to settle. If let's just say Florida State loses, there's no way Bama's in, right? It's Texas. You would so, think, but it should be. Actually. 
Yeah, I, I think it's probably Texas. I think it's probably Texas in. Uh, but but, but if, Florida same, State lose, if Florida yeah. State wins a close game against That's Louisville, I mean, does does Florida State drop? You can't. Then I, you that you gets Alabama in. You can't drop an undefeated Power Five conference champion out of the I mean, you just If you're trying get, to get the four best, you're trying to get the four best. You're not you're trying, trying to get. get the, look, you know, if you're trying you're to, get not the trying to get the undefeated conference champion, just because you, they're undefeated in a conference. If you're champion. trying to get the, if you're trying to get the four best, then Georgia and Alabama are two of the four best well, teams. There well, you go. And that's the great debate: is it the most deserving yeah. or the best? And then you, and and not to sound like Coach Smart, but really and truly, the rankings mean nothing until last week because you're going to go from one to five from losing by three points or one to six. And then eight <laughs> could jump four spots just because they won. I can't, like the rankings mean nothing. It's just a Tuesday TV show. That's all it yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, and, and you hate that. You might as well just have one set of rankings after rivalry weekend, the top four and then, or the top 10 and then play it out. So here's, here's That's where fun. it comes down to. Bama already has a loss. Right, so if we're, if we're going over the totality of the season, Bama already had the loss to Texas. This is Georgia's first loss. Yes, it's it's the conference championship game, but both these teams have one loss. Georgia lost by three points. What was the score of the Texas Alabama game? Texas won by a lot. It was like by eighteen, maybe. Yeah, or was it? I mean, a lot. And then Ohio State's got an argument because they eventually they lost their one loss will be to the number one team in the country. It was thirty four twenty four Texas. So right. 10, so, you know. so Georgia, you know, lost by three. Alabama lost at home. Wasn't it at home against Texas? Mm-hmm. Yes, lost yes. at home against Texas by 10. So that look, I wouldn't want to be on this college football playoff committee because there's no way that you can get this. You could, I guess you could get it right, but you could also mess this up and have some real big gripes from a lot of fan bases. Uh, if this all plays out again, we've got the eight o'clock games that are coming up. Uh, you know, Iowa, Iowa could could become an offensive juggernaut overnight, guys, <laughs> and drop forty on Michigan, and then yeah, Louisville 30, beat, thirty on it if they do. Louisville be beats, I'm sorry. No, Louisville beats FSU, and then boom, you're you're well, that's, right. That's in. it. Georgia's in. Georgia's in. If those two things happen, hey, <laughs> right. yeah, Iowa, Ohio I got a better shot of winning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I can't, hey, yeah. I'm disgruntled right now, um, and I'm, I'm cheering for. Uh, a Florida State and Michigan trounce, and then Texas gets in. The SEC gets shut out, and then the SEC can blame themselves for having horseshit referees in the championship game and a replay official who who started second guessing himself and had a replay on the worst call. Yeah, the wor- you can, you clearly knew at that point he was second guessing himself the rest of the game. Right. Yeah. That you know, uh, love that you guys. I hope we see you. Was uh, <laughs> like you said, John. That was that was rough. That was rough. Yeah, appreciate but, you. Hopefully, we'll see you in the bowl. Are you guys going to do this for the ball game? Of course, John. We'll we'll be plays, we do this. All right. Yeah. Thank you, we'll guys. Be around. Appreciate. Hey, you. we appreciate you, John, okay, calling in all year, man. All right. all right. See you, brother. You want to know the funny That's- thing is that, like, if the SEC were to be shut out, but Texas gets in, you yeah. know, starting in like January fifteenth. Well, look at Texas in there, mm-hmm. SEC team. Like yep. that page is going to turn quick to yeah. include in the conference. SEC, SEC uh, is going to be like, look, the uh, championship game is actually technically 2024. Texas is a part of the SEC in 2024. Therefore, it is an SEC winner of the college football playoffs. Thank you. Like, we should have had three, if I'm honest. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm going to bring on a guy here. Uh, he He's never called in before, but he uh, – I don't know. He just he doesn't like me, guys, um, and I don't know why. Listen, it's the doctor, Doctor Greg Steely. 
What's going on, man? <clears throat> What's up, guys? Paul, that is that is untrue. That is uh, look, untrue. If I didn't call you out, that would mean I didn't like you. Of course look, I like you. So it's one of those, it's one of those um like if if you get called out by the coach multiple times, that means yes. he just wants better for you. Yes, you're a you're a beautiful, you're a beautiful man. I love Greg's. the beard. Thank yes. you, Greg. Um Hey, you guys are great, man. I love being, I love all this stuff. I love, I love the dog, the vent. I love it all because you can just stir up so much crap on there and on here. And it, I mean, that's what we do as fans, right? We love yeah. to be in the middle of the crap. A, yeah. a few things that stood out to me. I'm, I'm, I've, I've never been a Bobo guy, but I thought, I actually thought he had a really good season, to be honest with you. I thought he, you know, I thought he called, called a great, a great season. Some of the issues I had tonight, you know, at, at one point, I think we ran the ball seven straight times. I mean, yeah, I think did, in two, right. two, two series, and in the first half, Bowers had two touches. So, you know, Dane, we talked about him being hurt. I'm, I get it. But he's not going to get better as the game goes along. He's going to get he, he's going to get more hurt as the game goes along. I felt like we should have been more aggressive with him and Ladd in the beginning and taking our chances knowing that they may not be able to go, you know, the full four. And I just felt like when we, you know, we ran the ball there like two or three possessions, almost every possession. I know some of that's probably Carson reading the play and it's not Mike's fault, but that was, that was, uh, that was tough to swallow, especially as aggressive as I thought we were in that first, you know, on that, on that first play. The other thing I would say too, that, you know, the ball that wasn't a catch obviously was 100% not a catch on bond. The issue I have with it is don't give up 18 yards on that pass play before that, and you're not in that situation. I mean, it was third and whatever it was, 25. We gave up an 18-yard yeah. completion yeah. across yeah. the middle that set all of that up. If we don't do that, we're not we're technically not in that position. They're thinking completely differently if we only give up 10 or, you know, again we gave up a slant to an Alabama receiver across uh, uh, across the middle, and um. And then, you know, defensively, I know we were hurt on offense, but defensively, I just didn't feel like we were very aggressive. I felt like we'd be aggressive for a couple of plays, Jason, then we wouldn't be aggressive. We'd be aggressive, then not aggressive. And I just, you know, I've, I've watched Dane and, and, and Brent, when you guys do your, um, you know, do your videos after the games, the film don't lie. Y'all both talk about aggression. When we play aggressively on defense, we're a much better team. And it hides some of the guys like, and I don't like to call guys, but Everett and some of these guys that are just aren't there, it hides them because we're we're making the quarterback have to think, and he's not finding these guys. So, I, I mean, it it stinks to lose. We should not have, you know, we should not have lost to that team. I mean, Alabama. I'll, I'll be honest with you that that is not a that's not a great football team. I mean that that's not a great football team. They can't run yeah. the ball. They have no running backs, and you know, Milrose made some plays. We we should not have lost that game, but um. But anyways, I don't want to take I don't want to take up too much of your time. You you guys are great, Paul. I do love you. I just love giving you crap on here. Um, I give Dane crap too, and uh, and I deserve it. I, I don't know that Paul yeah. does, but I definitely do. I like uh, Jason too much, so I don't give him I don't give him any crap. But Jason never right. gets it, man. Jason I never don't, gets for some reason. Y'all spit. I but you guys, you guys are great, man. I, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you have a great Christmas. And uh, we appreciate you know, it, Greg. We appreciate it. all the hard. I know you guys get paid a lot of money, so you know this is all kind of cake for you guys. <laughs> yeah. But I. Um, yeah. but I appreciate it. So those, those are just my, my views on, on what I saw, but thanks a you lot. Made, guys. You I made some great, it. you made some, uh, some really great points, Greg, the, that third down prior to, um, also, I don't know if you saw this, uh, 
I'll kind of throw this to you, Greg, and then we can throw it around the horn before you get out of here. It kind of seemed like to me Georgia's offense almost went Jekyll and Hyde. There were some offensive drives that just were absolutely terrible, and then some that were like, man, that is pure execution. I mean, the first drive from Georgia, four four pass plays, four rushes, 80-something yards, four minutes, couldn't stop Georgia. Go down, score the touchdown. And then their drives were like you said, Greg, you had three rushes in a row, didn't get a first down. Then you come back out after you stop them, you get the ball back, and you go back to rushing the ball again. You know, and – Maybe they saw something. It, it obviously it didn't work, right? They saw something no. on tape that they thought they could exploit with the rushing attack, and it just didn't happen. Kendall, thirteen attempts, forty-two yards. Uh, Dejon Edwards, ten attempts, thirty-eight yards. Both of those are under four yards of carry. I can't remember the last time Georgia had both of their running backs under four yards of carry in a game. I don't think it's happened all season, to be honest with you. Just a different type of, you yeah. know. Different type of Jekyll and Hyde thing there. Did you notice that? Dane, yeah, Dane, don't I agree with you, Paul? Dane, don't you think we're better between the tackles with with Milton? I mean, I I just felt like we didn't do that enough. I felt like we were. How many times did we run that pitch? Yeah, a lot of pitches. With, it got with harder Edwards. when Mims went out. It got harder to do anything. Yeah, and if it, I, I thought they should have focused more on the left side, just because you had yeah. more experience, more beef over there, and. Yeah. I don't know if running right is like, I, I think I, I even tweeted that at one point that that was probably something they shouldn't do quite as much. Um, yeah. Yeah. Overall, I but like Bama has bigger, stronger defensive linemen yeah. than most teams that Georgia has played to. Th- yeah. There's a lot of like small missed opportunities. Like even that sequence at the end there that Kirby Smart has to burn a timeout because it couldn't score from the one yard line. Wish. Like, how much could have been potentially created from that? And maybe you just say Georgia's defense wouldn't have stopped Milrow anyway. doesn't matter. But, like, still, those are the execution things that Georgia typically has done in this 29-game stretch that it didn't do tonight. That was like that was like watching my kid when he was three years old and I was potty training him and, and he just wouldn't yeah. let it come out. And I was like, bro, we got to go. I mean, this is – we ain't got time here, man. We got to get going. That's what that felt like right there. Yeah. Hey, one last thing. You know why we lost this game, really? You know why we lost this game? I blame Coach Why's Stein. You know, you know why? No watch along show. Yeah. No, no watch along show. show. It, right, it did. That was the key. No it watch. It did along. shake things up. It shook now, things up. We had to listen to that idiot Gary Danielson the whole time talk about how great Alabama was. We didn't have coach. Yeah. I take that as a compliment, Greg, but I sh- probably should remind you just for accuracy's sake that the very first watch along show that we did, Jake Fromm threw three interceptions to South Carolina and lost at home. <laughs> that's that's a Jake Fromm problem, Dane. Don't get me started on that, bro. Yeah, 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 don't go, worse mood if you start yeah, don't go down that road, Dane. Don't yeah. go down that road. Uh, Greg, man, we appreciate you Thanks, so guys. much, brother. We appreciate you in the yeah. comments all season long and, and yeah, what man. you do. I know you give me hell, but um, you know, I don't take I it love personal. you guys, man. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Appreciate you. The doctor, man, he, he gave me some straight hell, brother, uh, in the comments for a long time, but I love him. Here's another guy. Uh Said I was ugly in the comments, guys. Mm, I said mean. my voice didn't match my face. And then he said it wasn't a disgrace. He said it was a compliment. The man Jordan. What's up, baby? What up, baby? Oh, man. I can't, First I can't of all, call it. I won't stand for this from slander. First of all. Oh. He's from the 478. So oh, you got Dang, Hey, where are you from, Dan? East Dublin, buddy. All right, I'm from Warner Robins. Mm. There we go. Respect. There's my wife. She's not the real, but she's a Warner Robins girl. Too. My grandparents are in Cary, so that's like right down the road. There we go. <sighs> Man, I literally made a cheat for tonight because I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's weird. 
Yeah. Man. How you feeling right now, JC? I got this Louisville Florida State game on. What's happening with that? What's happening? Big cards that? guy. Big mate. My wife's just kicking off right now. She went yeah. to dental school at Louisville, so we're gonna they took our money, so we might as well root for them, I guess. So <laughs> right, you got to. You got to, even better. I think my wife wanted to say something about the game tonight. <laughs> she wasn't she thrilled with the third and shorts like I was tonight. I, I know words didn't come out, but she just said a lot right there. She, she did. Fuck, she said, Bobo, tonight on the third and shorts. There there are uh, – it seems like and, – and JC, correct me if I'm wrong here. There, The Bobo hate went away for probably a good eight games. It never went away in this household. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, it, it never went away in half this household. <laughs> But it, it seems like it. It seems it seems like it went away, right? And now, for whatever reason, uh, it's back. And right or wrong, right or wrong, it's it's back. And I'm sure he's getting because there. If you guys don't know how the SEC championship works or or the media works, you can interview every. It is an open locker room after the SEC championship game. Yeah, that is required from the SEC. So there's going to be a ton of stories up on UJSports.com or wherever you get your news from on every Georgia player you can possibly think of and Georgia coaches because everybody has to – it is a very weird locker room. Dane's been in there. Jason's been in there, especially after Georgia loses. Uh, you have to go in there and you, you go talk to guys that you haven't talked to all season because you haven't been able to, whether it be Mike Bobo, whether it be true freshman. Um, there's just a ton of guys that, that – look at him hitting the bottle straight. A uh, ton of guys that Georgia uh, has not made available to the media, and Bobo is one of those guys that's going to have to talk tonight. So it's going to be interesting to see what comes of that. Uh, right, Jason? Somebody's going to write a – somebody's got to please the fans and write a, a bad Bobo piece, right? I mean, it's it's no reporter's job to write the bad Bobo piece, but I, I mean, I mean some, some of the some of uh, some of the people that work on this beat need clicks, and that'll get well, clicks. That's that's a different discussion for another day, and I'm not going to get involved in any of that. I stay neutral on. on Should I make a top this. five list of topics that get clicks based on this game? Should I do? That? Uh, we could actually. That would be funny. Yeah, um, get a hell of a no, I mean, here's here's the thing. I, th yes, I, I think it's it's uh, when when um, things don't go well and you have an opportunity to talk to the offensive play caller who's not made available during the season. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm sure uh, there will be reporters in that locker room trying to to get Mike Bobo if they they're able to get him. It's not like the players. The players will be at their lockers. They're 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 it's 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 a very awkward sort of thing uh so doing the first game it's, it's in the nfl because guys are changing at their lockers and you you have to do all that it's it's a very awkward uh uh environment to say the least and so uh but you know coaches will walk through and i mean mike bobo could in theory decline to talk but more than likely i, I wouldn't expect him to he's not the type of okay, person jason to jason not to not to yeah. cut you off but you before i even got into this beat or it might have been we kind of made a guy in the same time i read all your stuff I mean, you you were you were the guy on this. I don't know if that's true. But. Shut up, okay? Let me <laughs> let me toot your horn. You were you were like you were the investigative. Like if you wanted a story written, you weren't afraid to write it. Yeah. If you sure. had, I mean, you have you have to. to. Go, yeah. And you still do. Let's. <laughs> we won't bring up recent stories, but you're you're crushing it, right? Um, if you had the chance to ask Mike Bobo a question, I'm going to ask you this question too, JC, as a fan. After I asked Jason as a reporter, what would you ask Mike Bobo? Yeah, why why didn't you put it in Carson's hands? Um, 
was why was that the decision to to kind of go away from that after the first drive? Really, the first two because in the second series they did go pass, pass, pass. Then it was after that where it just they just went away from that and went away from Carson. That's yep. what's gotten them to this point. So why you know what went into that strategy? Was that something you uh, you guys decided going into the game? Did it, you know, and then there's the follow ups. Did it have to do with the Auburn game last week where Auburn had success running the ball um, and they don't really have a threat to throw at all and they were able to run the ball in Alabama? So those type of things. Like what went into going away from what you do best as an offense? Yeah. Now JC as a fan. You 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 get a free roam question here, you know. Be polite about it, of course. But what what would you ask as a fan to Mike Bowe? Well, I mean, like what he said, it's like what changed from the first drive, and also it's like you got a top five as far as a total like a total quarterback, top five statistically kind of guy. Why take it out of his hands? Like third and shorts, you're running swing pat like swing sweeps and with with Dejan you got Kendall running the ball like he is nothing against Dejan I love Dejan he's no, a, yeah Dejan helped you win a lot of ball games this year but you got these third and twos how many third and twos do we have tonight five or like yeah I swear it felt like four or five tonight mm-hmm. you're running swings and tosses and sweeps and all this it's like why why don't you put the pawn in the hand of the quarterback that's gotten you there to where you are I mean they literally were talking I mean other than Georgia Tech he's been the what 11 straight games with 250 yards passing not that that's what matters but it's you got too many weapons to either throw the ball to or like after the first one didn't work when you toss it out wide why are we trying to still go out wide and try to beat him around the corner and now i'll say statistically he didn't throw it much less than he did all season so like i get in spots we can talk anecdotally but he averaged 31 pass attempts in games this season. What was, I mean, to, to that effect, what was Stetson's line against Ohio State last year? Where I, mean, I imagine as the game went on, he was throwing the ball a lot more. Yeah. Um, that That's the type of game that this this was going to be. Uh, so especially when, when Georgia wasn't able to jump out on him, like it looked like, you know, they go three and out, seven nothing, three and out. And you're thinking, oh, my God, Georgia's about to boat race these guys. They're about to, about to you know, they're about but- to stomp them. Uh, Ohio State, just, Stetson Bennett went 23 of 34. 24 times. Okay. So not, not too much, not too much more. Yeah, it wasn't more in terms of volume, but it was more in, like down the field, 398 yards, three touchdowns. So yeah. he was yeah. he was more explosive. He was better overall. Or maybe George's offensive line was better. Maybe the skill guys are better. Maybe Alabama was better than Ohio State. There's well, I mean, I think it, uh, Alabama has a better secondary too than Ohio State Absolutely. did last year. So that, that definitely goes into it. But with Kool-Aid going down and – I mean, I hate. Did this. he come back in? I don't think he no, came back. I don't think he did. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think I saw him. I just want to make sure. I really hate to see Mims going down because that right side was just that first drive was just after that. Like, of course, it's Bama, so like typical Georgia fan and Munsonitis. It's like nobody ever gets comfortable. But it was like after seeing that, you got to feel good. And Mims was just throwing young men around, and it was just you felt good about that. So to see him go down wasn't ideal. But I just don't know what, like, other than him going out of the game, like, what changed in that first drive that from the, like, the rest of the first half or even halfway through the second half, it's just, I don't know. It, I would argue with Mims going down, you'd want to throw the ball more. Yeah, You're talking exactly. about your, your top right tackle run blocker and he's not available? Run blocker. You run to the right side typically? I, I, yeah. But I don't know. Like Carson wanted to go, but it was like he almost looked like he had his hands tied a little bit. Like yeah. 
there seemed like a couple times where he was very frustrated and it's like you got a top five as far as efficient quarterback in the nation wanting to go and it just seemed like he just had a little bit of training uh, like i don't know it just seemed like he had a little handcuff on him but and also like i like i'm sure everybody can agree sorry my phone's gonna die let me plug this in because i got a lot to say <laughs> <laughs> but i just feel like mcconkey you gotta love the the gut the heart the the grit to try to push through but is a 60% McConkey better than a hundred percent love it? I don't. That's kind of what I was talking about yeah. early on. Like, you, yeah. but that that's what they had to weigh throughout the whole game. You know, and I, I wouldn't want to wish that on anybody to try to pick. All right. Is, is McConkey the guy here or is love it? The guy here? Like, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to be the one that has to do that because it's tough. It's really tough to choose uh, because McConkey made some plays, but he then did. he also, and then they were talking that what was weird was on the broadcast. They were like, Look, McConkey's, you know, kind of limping in his routes. When they showed him in the route, his his route was perfect. His footwork was perfect. Like it was like, um, nothing's wrong on this play. You picked the wrong one to to highlight. Well, here to show, yeah, to yeah. show that he wasn't uh he wasn't there, you know. But then the play where we got like the like we try to run hurry up and he falls down and then he's, yeah, I'm like obviously you couldn't do nothing. You can do anything there, but it's like, instead of trying to tape him up for the second half, why not try to draw up something with like, love it. I love McConkey, but you can't tell me a hundred percent love. It's not better than a 60% McConkey. And yeah. it yeah, just, that's, that's one oh, thing to look back on. I keep, I mean, I kept trying to, I mean, I'm not one of those ones make excuses, but it was like, kept texting a couple of buddies. It's like, I just feel like we're beating ourselves. Like it's almost like the whole game, like Beck didn't look quite himself and it's not on Beck, but it just like, again, the third and shorts, we're leading the nation in third down conversions. And it's like, we, we looked out of sorts on that. And it's like the, the, I don't already talked about the swing, like the really like slow developing drawn out plays. It's just like, I don't know what changed. It's like, I don't want to say out coach, but it almost feels like parts of the game were out coached by, like we were out coached. I don't know if y'all agree with that or not, but I'd like to get y'all's feedback on that. Yeah, I don't know if I would say they were out coached, but they, Alabama didn't make, like Nick Saban, they didn't make any coaching mistakes. Georgia made one too many coaching mistakes. It wasn't, I didn't think there was anything that Alabama did, that Nick Saban did that one up to Georgia. I really don't. I think it was. I actually really agree with what you said. Is that they? They just Georgia's staff got in its own way tonight. I, yeah. th I think they overthought the game plan coming in, kind of what they were going to do after the opening game script, and try to run on these guys and force the run and and, yeah. and maybe maybe take the air out of the game that way. I, I just this is Alabama. I mean you you have to go toe to toe. You have to be explosive. That's what's. That's when teams beat them. Texas was explosive against them early this season. That's how you beat Alabama. And yeah. they just seem to not have that that sense of urgency in the second quarter and, and um in the early third quarter that you need to have against a team like this. Yeah, and I guess out coach kind of falls into that category. It's like more of the coaches making like I don't know if it means out coach, but like the mistakes that were made or like the, sure. the coaching decisions. I kind of classify that as out coach because like if they don't make those decisions or we do, then what are the outcomes of that? And then you look at the, the little things where 
some of it's not coaching, but yeah, I think a lot of times it's like explosive players like doing things. So like Milrow probably made Alabama's coaches look better in a lot of cases. Yeah, when yeah. He's, just yeah. because he's such a phenomenal athlete to make a dead play into something. Um, yeah. And Georgia didn't. Have, I mean, Georgia's got to do that. It's Brock Bowers, and he wasn't going full speed. Exactly. And so they kept talking about like two spies, but is that a lack of defense? Like, is that a lack of like pressure on Milrow because they had two spies or was it actually two spies? Because half of the stuff Gary Danielson says, it kind of goes in one ear and out the other. (laughs) I'm almost like blessed that that was the last time we have to hear from him. But it's like, he kept saying two guys spying on him. Was it actually two guys or was it? That's a that's a film don't lie question. Daniel. I mean, without having rewatched everything, like they did multiple things to try to slow him down. The, the main thing is he wants to stay in the pocket. Yeah, like, that's his last resort is to run, and he he's just such a good athlete that he can wait longer than most people to make that move. Um, and that's what makes got, him so dangerous. What was it? A, what was? Oh, go ahead, Paul. No, no, no. Go ahead, but I was going to say what was interesting to me was uh, on the opening two series. It seemed like Georgia just had no respect for Miller as a passer. Yeah. I mean, they were rushing three and they had somebody spying, or like you said, they had two guys kind of on the edges to contain. I mean, you could say contain as opposed to, to spy, kind of like what Dane was saying, keep him in the pocket. And he really didn't see too much pressure and he missed throws. And he, well, he started something like three of nine. He didn't go. And you're just sitting there going, wow. I was, like, I was just thinking, man, George, George is going to make him beat them as a thrower. And and then he hit a pass, and then he hit another pass, and then it was okay. You got to get pressure on him, and and everything started changing from there. And um, it, it, he's he's a very very tough quarterback to to defend because he's not the greatest passer. But there's, I mean, he I, I think uh, it was Kirby who compared him to Lamar Jackson, and I think that's a especially at the college level, I think that's a phenomenal comparison and an accurate, phenomenally accurate comparison with, with how how much of a how much of a threat he is as a runner. But the, the crazy part is in college, Lamar looked to run. Petrino designed run plays for Lamar. They don't do that at Alabama. And this guy just kills you at the worst possible times as a runner. And he did tonight, especially at the end of the game. Hey, JC, Plus, I, don't like, want, I don't want to wrap you up, but I've got some other folks waiting. So uh, final thoughts from – or you can come back on later. You know, there's, there's uh, always later. Um, you want to do final thoughts or you want to come back on a little later? Um, love the dogs. I, I don't know if – I mean, obviously biased. I don't – I mean, if you're sitting there and say who are four best teams in the country, I don't think you can drop the dogs from one to five with a three-point loss to number eight team after how they've like played throughout the year. I know Texas had a strong showing. Um, I'm trying and to Oklahoma State was terrible. They lost. Yeah, I mean, they're they're, Alabama they're, and, they're 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 yeah. like hot dog water. Honestly, yeah. let's call a spade a spade. Um, man, I mean, I, I'm trying to sum this up quickly. I hate to get. Um, I just I hate how the outcome came. I feel like we beat ourselves. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to use the excuse of a, a fishing was bad, but I, it sucks. I don't know. Do my hands, like I said earlier. It sucks to it sucks to take the loss. I feel like we're one of the best four teams. I feel like we're going to get shafted in this final four. I mean, love the dogs. It sucks, but I appreciate y'all for um, representing the dogs, Paul. Nothing. No hard feelings. I feel like we, we've settled that beef. I feel like we're on good terms, baby. Much love. Much love. <laughs> now nah, go dogs. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It just it sucks, but it's all good, man. We appreciate you calling in, and uh, we'll we'll move on, right? We'll yeah. we'll see what happens. The the, the playoff uh, they pick tomorrow, right? And they pick on Sunday. 
yeah, noon, so which means like twelve thirty because TV yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, and if if we go to the Orange Bowl, I mean, we're I'm in my I'm in Naples, so that's pretty close. So I might go. Yeah. Check my go face. check them out. Go check yeah. them out. Hey, great house, great house, by the way, JC. You got the recessed lighting up there. Oh shit. Uh, you got- Hey, call back in later. We'll give you a tour there. Paul. All right. Yeah, yeah. Call back in. <laughs> hell of a house. Hell of a house. The man's got a hell of a house. Um, here's a stat for you guys. This one's going to hurt, boys. Georgia plays uh, drives over six plays for Georgia. They had three of them all night. The first mm-hmm. one was the touchdown. The first drive, eight plays, 83 yards. The second one was the 13-play, 44-yard drive that ended in the field goal attempt that was missed. And the last one was the 10-play, 75-yard drive, the last drive they had, which ended in a touchdown. As for Alabama, they had one, two, three, four, five, six, so double the amount of drives, more than five plays. Uh, And they, you know, capitalized on that. Crazy thing is average yards gained. So we're kind of diving into a, uh, you know, the stats here. And hopefully the committee does this as well. Uh, and I, let me see if I can put this. I don't know if I can share this. The stat broadcast. Can I share the stat broadcast? Why not? Yeah, right, I wouldn't cool. be able to. Yeah. Right. Right. You think a lawyer is going to sue us from stat broadcast? Hey, you never know, right? Let me, uh, us, but let's take the risk. Share the screen. Just so you guys can see this too. Uh, there we go. So you see right there, total drives. Both teams had 11. Average time of possession, I mean, damn close to being spot on. 237 for Georgia, 249 for Alabama. Three and outs. Georgia only had two, whereas Alabama actually had four. Drive success rate, 73% for Georgia, 74% for Alabama. I don't know what that means uh, because they definitely didn't score on 73% of their drives, but there's that. Touchdown rate, 27% for each. I mean, this this was a very, very close game in terms of uh, just flat-out stats. Some team had to win, some team had to lose. But if you look and you dive into like these down here and these drive statistics, can you see my mouse? No. Um, those drive statistics, they're, they're spot on. They're, they're exactly the same there. I'm curious here. Let's see. While you look at this, Paul, I'm going to be with you for the long haul tonight, so I'm going to go grab my Fiddler bourbon. Hey, go do that, bud. We got we got a we got a special guest coming up. Hurry up, Dane. We got a we got double G in the building. Uh, we're about to bring him on. Uh, as we're looking at this, Smile Munden led the team, eight tackles. Malachi right behind him with eight as well. Bowers and McConkey, your leading receivers, Jason, both uh, not at hundred percent. We're gonna get this question a ton tonight. Nicholas Mert, UJ in playoffs. There's just no way to tell right now. I don't. I think no. I, I think, think no, no. too. Yeah. Um, I think there's also a website, and I'll try to bring it up. There's a website. Uh, I think 538 does it. Jason Nate Silver. Mm-hmm. They do a um, playoff predictor, and I'm sure they've got that updated now that Georgia and Alabama have both played. So I will try to find that. So I'll look uh, that up too while you it, go through the yeah, stats here. Look that up for me if you don't mind. I'll pull these. Yeah. Uh, Pull these stats back up real quick, and we'll take a quick gander at them. Uh, saw a lot of Dan Jackson on the field tonight, a lot more than we had seen pretty much all season. Mm-hmm. Dan was out there. Uh, Chaz Chambliss was out there a good bit. And then rushing. You see the rushing right here, 31 attempts, 78 yards. Just not where you want to be. As for Alabama, see if anybody stood out on that side. 
Isaiah Bond probably, and he had most of his catches on the one drive. Uh, it was, and it was almost like backyard football with with uh, Milrow and Isaiah Bond. It was broken plays, uh, things of that nature. So we'll see. We've got the Mountain Man here. We appreciate Mountain Man. He says 538's not updated yet. So we will see uh, if that happens. I'll tell you one guy that is updated, though. This guy's awesome, Jason. It's old Double G. Hey, guys. What's up, Gary? I don't know, bud. How are you, Paul? Man, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm looking back on this 29-0 run. Hell of a run, right? Yeah. And if it, if it ends here uh, and Jordan's not able to make the playoff, it's a hell of a run. You know, but at the same time, it's one of those things where you see that Georgia could have won this game and there were plays that didn't swing their way. And so you could have, could have, hell, should have. Hey, you said it, Gary. You said it, Gary. Where did did Dane go? Because I was going to ask him to send me some of that Fiddler bourbon and I ain't had a drink in four years. I think I need a drink after the night's loss. This one's yeah. for you, Gary. Oh, dang, drink one for me. I got I'll you. finish out the whole bottle for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a uh, we got a little super sticker here from our man JC. He said this is for Jalen Walker's helmet sticker. Uh, so we'll get to the helmet stickers in a little while. You guys can submit your monies uh, for the uh, helmet stickers. We are running out of money for the helmet stickers. But, so. but Paul, I tell you, I tell you what it is. It's that it damn Atlanta Pro Stadium curse. Uh, it is. It. What's Georgia's record in there, Gary? Against Alabama? Oh, just in general. Yeah, well, against, against Alabama, yeah. Georgia has never beat Alabama in Atlanta in a pro stadium. Never. It's not great. So, can we blame this on the Atlanta Falcons? Because I love doing that. So maybe, like – Arthur Blank's the president. Hell, might Arthur as well. Blank, they, won't fuck, they won't draft nobody from Georgia. <laughs> I almost had a real bad word. I think you did, Gary, but it's all right. We're 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 far enough into the broadcast. They won't demonetize us. You're all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. It, what do you where, what what happens after this, Gary? 27 24. Well, uh, where are well, you at in your in your head? Well, first off. I hate to blame it on the refs, but but he knew back home, <laughs> especially that one fucking no catch that was ruled a catch, and then we had a we had a play at the end of uh, farther on down the line that was actually a catch, and then they're gonna review that one. That's okay, crazy. and another thing, I'm not gonna throw. I'm not going to throw nobody under the bus. Don't do it, Gary, but. But. (laughs) Maybe our game plan was off a little bit today. But also, Beck was off a little bit tonight, too. Gary, you you know what, Gary? You've never lied on this show. And I can see a reason why I'm going away from Beck for a while and going to the running game. Because in that second quarter, he was totally off, totally uh, confused or hurried or rushed or whatever. He did not look like he, he did the, 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 the rest of this season. 
in that second and third quarter. He also hasn't had to play from behind virtually all year. So that may have Correct. been. Correct. Besides, against uh, a couple South of teams. Carolina, South Carolina, South Carolina and Auburn. Yeah. Was, was, the, uh, was the moment too big for him, Gary? I don't think so. Okay. I just think he got rattled a little bit, and it took a while for him to get settled back down. And after he got and, – and I don't want to hear nobody bad-mouthing Beck – I mean, not Beck, but Brock or McConkie because they was out there playing hurt and balled their ass off still, especially last. Jason, have you have you ever heard Gary lie on this program? I have not. I haven't. Yeah, I, I haven't either. Maybe maybe we should have got another receiver involved. Yes, maybe so. But it's not it's not the ones that people has been mentioning so far. The person, the receiver that we should have got more involved was Rosemary Jack Saint. Mm. He's the second best receiver on our team. Period. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Gary. Um, double G. I don't know either. Go double ahead. G, what, did, you you did, may did, not have taken a drink in uh, however many years, but you sure took a drag just now. So you did. Yeah. What are you, what are you smoking on, Big G? Marlboro. Marlboro Reds. Yeah. Hey, Black and red. Black and red. Cowboy killers. I mean, he's, a, he's a go it. dogs kind of guy, you know? Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Um, the dogs make the playoffs, Gary. I don't know. Well, you, you got to have an answer before twelve thirty tomorrow, Gary. Well, I just put, gonna, you just I, gonna put go a, I put it like this right here. It'll be a damn shame if they if they hold us out because we lost to Alabama, probably the second best team in the nation by three points. By the way, Michigan is now up three nothing on Iowa, so that game's pretty much over. And yeah, it's not done yet. Yeah. It's not done yet. They could score three. Hey, hey. Iowa can still Iowa can still make fifty safeties. Come on now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a hundred points. Fifty safeties get a hundred points. Wow. Boom. Just like no, that. I, I was just exaggerating, but oh okay. Hey, so there's a guy in the comments, real quick, guys. He he really wants uh us to Shout him out. Johan Clark. Uh, he's giving us the finger, says Roll Tide. Johan, I hope you like being banned from the show. He we'll also see called you us later. Okay. Okay. Hold up. Let me respond to that. Oh, gee, I shouldn't have banned him. I should have okay. okay. Now, what 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 he gonna do tomorrow when George, if if the committee comes back and put Georgia in the playoff? Alabama happens to beat whoever they play, and we beat whoever we play because that's going to happen, and then we go whip their ass again in the national championship game, which will happen because it won't be in fucking Atlanta. God, I want to throw something right now. So we need to move the SEC championship game to the new Nashville stadium. That's what I'm hearing. Hell, anywhere besides Atlanta. Hell, let's go play it in the fucking swamp. As far as that goes. God, I want to run through a wall, Gary. He said, "Wait, did you mean like Okie Finoki Swamp or Florida Stadium?" No, Florida Stadium. Okay, I don't care. Play it in, play it, play it on the street. Make a street game out of it. 
like downtown Atlanta, or are you talking somewhere out in the country? Well, like I said, put it back at put it in Bobby Dollar Stadium. We do all right there. I mean, Atlanta United was better there, so that's works for me. Hell, there's some decent, there's some decent uh high school football stadiums in Atlanta. We can put them in one of them. Yeah. Look, you're you're getting the chat a little too fired up, Gary. Emma, well, but in anyway, just move good the way. SEC championship to whichever team is the home team. Like, let, let's stop neutral sites and Tuscaloosa, Athens, Baton Rouge. Where? Well, with with this expanded playoffs that they're going to next year, which I don't agree with, to tell you the truth, the it makes the conference championship games ir- irrelevant anyway. Yeah, they should just get rid of the conference championship with 12 teams. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm not. I just wish they would never expand because mm-hmm. because – because we already have a playoff, it costs the conference championship games. Just too much money at play. They like to have more teams involved this time of year. So yeah, I guess so. Like you know, but, the, the but, playoff would help Georgia same, next year. Last year proved what a twelve-game playoff's going to do. And they talking about the money. Who made money off of the national championship game last year? Nobody did. Because everybody turned it off by halftime. Mm. And exactly what 12 teams going to do is give that opportunity for some no-name team like TCU to make it back to the national championship and get blown out again and everybody all shut down by the midpoint of the second quarter. And nobody I think, I think an expanded money. playoff keeps a team from like TCU because TCU doesn't have they, have they have to they have more games to win to get there. Are you telling me? Are you telling me, Jason Double G's lying? I'm not saying he's lying. I, just, I was going to say he ain't never lied on this program lying. before. I don't he's know if he's doing it right now. I'm not saying he's lying. I'm saying he might be inaccurate. Um, anything's possible. Hell, Alabama just beat us. Anything possible. Yeah, anything's possible. Hey, we got to shout out the super chat. KC says Double G is a footballologist. Teach them Double G. This is a mm. big old super chat. Look at that. 20 bucks, Double G. I appreciate you putting some money in my pocket, big dog. Yeah, put them on the helmet stickers, but I don't know who the hell we're going to give it to today. Just, just give them all to Jalen Walker, only, honestly. The only person that played. <clears throat> Anthony Evans? Where'd that come from? Mm. Yeah. Where'd that come from, Double G? I don't mind. <laughs> hey, I got I got some folks waiting. This this room's getting crowded, uh, Gary. But Gary brings I the appreciate crowd, the, the the person. I got upset during the game, so maybe I wasn't paying attention too much. But the only person that played well enough on defense that I think that deserved a served a helmet sticker was maybe uh Bill Billard. Javon Bullard, yeah. Yep. Translated yeah. for you, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. Double G, I appreciate you. Uh, if, if y'all need me to come back in and stir it up some more later, let me know. Don't don't tempt me with a good time, Gary. I will definitely let you know, my friend. Uh, later, guys. Y'all have a blessed you night. You too. What a guy. All right. I think I got to get going, too. Hey, stories are, are coming yeah, in. Yeah. Hey, Jason, it's fine. It's fine. Jeez, we're chill. <laughs> no, we appreciate you. I leave man. in peace. Uh, we appreciate uh, the man, Jason. Jason. Have a good yeah, night. Y'all are. Friend. Yeah, y'all take care. Have a good one. See you, bud.
I think we got Roddy driving back here uh, from Atlanta. We got some other folks, so I'll get Roddy on here quick, and we'll uh, go from there. Roddy, what's up, boss? Not too much, gentlemen. How are y'all doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. How, How was that stadium? Sorry, the audio is pretty bad here on 85. It's not exactly the uh, best place to try to call into the show. You don't have your uh, chauffeur driving you around? No, not this time. I gave him the night off, you know. It's his uh, yeah. 23rd wedding anniversary, so. Yeah, yeah, true, true. What's uh, what's the thoughts on the game? You were with Coach, right, I think? And uh, what's the what's the talk right now? Uh, talk, <laughs> plenty of blame to go around, if you will. But uh, Georgia, just as we wrote in the 3 one column, it was a, um, you know, Georgia gave it away. You can't fumble on your own 10. You can't, uh, I mean, Georgia gets some Alabama to go three and out, drives in the field, scores, gets them to go three and out, um, then lets the punt roll 25 yards. You know, just a lot of special teams errors. Um, heck, the first kick went out of bounds. I mean, just uh, they overcame that, but a lot of special teams issues and a lot of uh, uh, penalty issues. Uh, so just uh, turnovers, penalties, special teams. That's the uh, formula for an upset, and that's exactly what we saw uh, tonight. And everyone's like, oh, well, George's out of it. I'm like, wait a minute, you're going you're gonna to keep a team out of the uh, playoffs for a three-point loss? you got to be kidding me. So uh, That's what's going to bring me to my next question, which we have been asked a lot tonight. Can I sneak Roddy. in a quick Roddy question? Because, like, which way on 85 are you going? Because I never know anymore with you. I'm going 85-316. Okay. Let's turn on 316 now. I didn't know if you were going southwest to – No, no. He's got to take coach. Um. We've asked. We've been asked this a lot tonight, Roddy. Georgia playoff team come tomorrow Sunday at noon. I don't know what the committee's going to do, but uh, look, I, I know it'll come across as bias, but if you give me this Georgia team with a uh, healthy Mems, a healthy Lad McConkey, you know, because again, game's not for what three and a half weeks. Uh, the you know the end of the month, or well, four weeks, whatever it is, you got a month to get these guys healthy. You're going to tell me that a healthy Georgia team is one of the number one or number two teams best teams in the nation, I'm going to call you a damn idiot. There's no uh, – yeah, you lost Alabama barely after losing Mims, what, second series. Uh, you didn't have Rara. You didn't have uh, – uh, you know, Smiles hurt. Uh, just, uh, yeah, Brock, Brock Bowers beat up. Uh, Ladd McConkey's out there limping around. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's just – again, if they want to take everything into consideration like they're supposed to be doing with FSU – well, you got to take that into consideration. And I think either one of these teams, I watched a good bit of that uh, Oregon-Washington team. Both of these teams would boat race either one of them. Alabama would kill them. Georgia would kill them. Um, this is just – you can't tell me that what we saw tonight wasn't a better championship game than any combination that we're going to see. Now, Texas is good. Uh, i got to give them credit. Uh, Michigan is pretty good. But I could see putting either one of these teams in the playoffs and – you're going to drop Georgia from one to five for a three-point loss in a championship game, then it's, a, it's just an absolutely effed-up uh, system. That's that's my take on it. Now, again, that's going to come across as homerish, but I'm like, objectively, a three-point loss, neutral site, championship game uh, to one of the best teams in the nation, and that drops you from one to five. You're going to tell me there's four other teams that you consider better? That's bullshit. Michigan's up 10 nothing now, by the way. He. Yeah, they should be. They're playing nobody. Let them play Alabama and see if they're up 10 nothing. <laughs> very, very true. Very true. Uh, 
any final thoughts right we got a ton of people waiting and i, I know you're driving yeah. and you get home no, that, what's your thoughts it, here uh, uh final thoughts people want to blame the offense people want to blame the defense you can blame special teams you didn't play your best game uh offense got the uh, third and short those are mistakes you can't give them the ball on the 10. i felt sometimes they're a little too cute i thought there's way too much uh dejan edwards not enough kendall milton he didn't get his brock bowers up i know he's not healthy but 85 percent brock bowers is enough you know you didn't throw to the middle a whole lot so yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. Why did you never throw to Kool-Aid side? He comes out, and you never cast his replacements. Attack that guy. So uh, then defensively, you know, everyone's like, well, the defense played their pass off. I'm like, I got in this Twitter battle. I'm like, no, uh, the defense didn't. They had a, they gave up a 95-yard drive at the end of the half. Nobody covered a uh, route to, the, you know, the first touchdown. Uh, then you got a fourth and forward. You can't stop them. Kill it. They converted the first and 20 to third and 26. I mean, third and uh, 22. It's like, come on, man. So this, the defense got gashed. The offense got didn't play his best. Special teams didn't play well. So it's just, yeah, uh, 75 yards on a, a three-yard drive. I put that in my little tweet out there. So anyway, point being, uh, you didn't play your best game, and you played against a team that will take advantage of you for your mistakes. But they're still, to me, Georgia lines up against Michigan, uh, Washington, Oregon, Texas. I'm taking the dogs. That, that's my comments. Hi, right, gentlemen. Y'all take care. See you, Roddy. Quick and quick and to the point there from Roddy. I, I think I think I heard Coach in the background, but I don't want to. You did. I, I recognize that voice. Let me <laughs> yeah. make sure. We we got to get to this uh, super chat from Corey Carter. It's just left the dome and felt like that Georgia was out of it the whole game. Also now hate the song Sweet Home Alabama, and it's a damn shame. We appreciate the 499, Corey, and uh, you're exactly right. That Sweet Home Alabama song does get old very fast, much like this guy gets pretty old pretty fast. So uh, we'll bring him on. Hopefully he's not here for a long time. That's been Oh, Bob. here we go. One guy that we do hope is here for a long time, Eddie from the A, and we're not talking Atlanta. We're talking Atlanta. Bring him on both at the same time and just see what happens. How's it going, Ben? I just put this on for you, by the way. I just I just wore the Frank the Tank for you. I, I promised you I would wear it for Saturday. But uh, explain whatever you're talking about because this is a podcast as well that people will someday listen to, and they're gonna like not know any context. Well, I'm wearing so uh, Eddie knows who this is. So uh, Frank the Tank is the Mets fan. That's that's crazy. Now this isn't a shot at the Braves. I just find it would be hysterical. So I told Paul. I was going to get this ugly Christmas sweater for um for Christmas season to wear. And I was like, this is just too funny. I have to purchase it. But that's besides the point. I was on this game. Uh, I'll, I'll just start. I think the, the play calling on offense, and I'll say specifically the run design. I know a lot of people are going to talk about they need to throw the ball more. I get that, and I agree with that. Tosses do not work against good defenses ever, ever. Why do you think in the NFL the toss and the sweeps, you don't see them? Maybe you'll see jet sweeps, misdirection, stuff like that. Why do you think tosses don't work? You're going four yards backwards. The run is always going to be directed one side of the field. Defense's eyes are all, all towards that side. It's easy to stop those. I do not like those pitches and tosses directly to one side of the field runs, especially if you face an Ole Miss, you're going to get them. They, they use those runs against Ole Miss. They worked. Remember, they did it a couple times, I believe, against Missouri. Got stopped. Against a Bamba defense, which is really good off the edge, stopped them. Those run designs were terrible. And I think that's what cost them a bit. 
And another thing, early in the game, first drive, I think they were four for four for 54 yards. Then you, you, I think they only have what eight or nine passes in the first half. Like the next three, four drives, you throw basically the same amount you do in the first drive of the game. That makes no sense. So the offensive play calling is one thing. I don't understand the play calling there. I understand that you are hampered. Brock Bowers is limping. Lad McConkey's limping. There were points in the game where I was like, you just got to take them out. Yeah. But guys who, even if they don't get open, they have juice, they're healthy. Maybe they get covered up, but you know they're not going to be limping. And a guy knows, okay. I know what route he's going because he's not going full speed because he can't physically. So there were points in the game where I was like, you got to take Bowers and McConkey out or just give I mean, him a breather. I, so you know, I hear doing. that, but like McConkey had to catch at the one yard line late in the game. So late like, in the game. They, I get it. And guess they, what? These guys were still being productive for Georgia. I like, I, I and I heard, people were saying that like, Hey, healthy, whatever is better than these guys. I, I don't know. Like, I'm going to trust Kirby Smart on that one. If he thinks that like banged up Brock Bowers is better than the next option, like that, that he, he's seen practice, right? Like I, I think Brock Bowers is the best player on the team percentage wise, health, whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know that that's completely fair to Georgia. Well, well, I don't think we'll ever know one way or the other, but I will say like the second half, I think they said he got taped up again in the second half. He, he's, he got a breather at half. And that's why I'm like, don't play him. I think in the first half, they played him almost every series. Give him a series off. Give them more rest. That, that's what I think that you need to do more. They were playing them almost every play. They would maybe have a player or two off, but like you, you can't with when the guys, you can notice Lad McConkey specifically. I'm not talking about Bowers as much as Lad was just noticeably limping every time he, he would get up. It was so noticeable where I was like, I don't know why he's, he's out there at this point when the pass game, they, I think those two being dinged is why they didn't trust the pass game. I, I would have just said, you know what? Carson Beck has been your most consistent player. Given but he all wasn't the tonight. He well, definitely was tonight, but he didn't. He didn't have his people. But I still would live and die by him. I would. And then, quick, a quick point of defense before I let Eddie go. I was going to say, Jay, damn, can Eddie talk? Yeah. Okay. Jalen okay. Walker. Roll. Jalen Walker roll. is the one star of that defense because a lot of guys broke contained tonight. Jalen Walker, every time when he was out there containing the quarterback, was perfect. I, there were times when they had Chad Chambliss, they were mixing different guys. Jalen Walker was was the guy tonight, and I just can't believe almost every time I said Bama should just run Jalen Milrow if they're smart because I don't remember a quarterback design run I think they had like three or four of them it worked every time you that was the difference late in the game two quarterback design runs ends the game you have to be able to stop that and we said all year that Auburn game and even against Tech got to stop the quarterback run you face the best quarterback running the football in college football and he sealed it against you got to fix that Yep. It's a it's a pretty funny comment. Rick Wallace says, I'm thinking if Kirby owned a few Mercedes dealerships, the dogs might get some favorable calls when playing in Mercedes. That's what he's got to do. He's got to go buy a couple Mercedes dealerships. Eddie, before we get to you real quick, I know I just made fun of Ben for not letting you talk. Uh, okay. Bobby Andrews got this video on uh, Twitter. This yeah. is Jermaine Burton. His whole team apparently is celebrating in uh, the end zone instead, or in the midfield, and instead he's in the end zone doing like a broken heart thing. Yeah. here to the Georgia fans and then uh, also saying this is my city uh, yep. and the PR person has to then direct him back to the middle of the field uh, where they're starting the celebrations there so too late PR person that's already out there you, you yeah. didn't do your job well it's not not great not great hey, Eddie you know what hey he wins what are we gonna say Jermaine Burton won sorry Saban <laughs> owns us it is what it is you know Damn. To me, the game was lost, guys, in the first quarter. 
that first drive was absolutely surgical. And I looked at my wife and I said, my God, we're going to blow out Alabama. And then the next thing you turn around and we got the ball back after we stopped them three and out, we went three and out, stopped them again. We went three and out. I thought the play calling there on those two drives after that were atrocious. That was the difference in the game because you could have buried Alabama. Even if you get two field goals there, you could have buried Alabama. And and you know one reason I'm so upset about this loss tonight? I, I'm really upset about this loss because Bama's not that good, guys. We They're there for the taking. They're not that good a football team. And that, I think that speaks to how badly we played tonight because we just beat ourselves, like you guys have been saying all night. I'm sorry. I, it, and, and one more thing, Paul, you guys have been talking about, are we getting in? We're out. There's no reason, there's no scenario in my mind that Georgia gets in, period. So, We've lost the playoff game. We're out. I don't I, care. I, I think you're probably right, but like there's one scenario that can happen. Well, but based on what I'm seeing on social media right now, I'm not so convinced Florida State gets in with a win based on how Why? this first quarter is gone. Because it's going to be quite obvious that they're not as good as these other teams right now. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. If Florida State does lose tonight, that still doesn't even. I, I'm saying even if they win this way. Like, yeah, but but let's they, say they lose they, tonight. You're a sitting duck if they win. Like here's the thing: they deserve to be in the playoff if they win, but you know they're going to get killed. So it's like, what what do you choose? Because you're guaranteeing a 30 point blowout if they're in the playoffs. But also, you're kicking out a team that was a power five champ that didn't lose a game it's i don't think that there's winning here here's the, the, here's, the committee's in a tricky here's point, the thing though here's the thing you even if let's let's take florida state out of it let's say they lose right right there's still four teams i think that are in front of georgia because yep. you, you have again, washington and then texas, texas, and alabama. texas and alabama georgia would be five yeah, yeah. now the committee then has to justify putting an Alabama Correct. over Florida State, which is just going to be a hoot if that happens. Well, well, I mean, not really because Texas they is in. Have... If they if they somehow BS Texas, that's a joke. Texas is yeah. in. The only way I can see this happening for Georgia is uh, I think somebody said it over here. I'll try to find it. It's not happening. It's not happening. The only possible way, and it's not going to happen, is if Louisville and Iowa both win, and Iowa's not. It's it's not happening. Georgia's best win is against Missouri, and that's a great win. But like compared to the others, each of the teams in front of them is going to have in a, a win hypothetical of one of Iowa one. Would you put Georgia in? If Iowa won, would you put Georgia in? Would you beat a t- would you put a team in that Iowa beats no. in the playoff? Would Michigan I put Georgia out? Iowa won. Won. I said if Iowa and Louisville win, would you put Georgia? In? Yeah, yeah, Georgia would be in in that case. Yeah. But like okay, that's the only possible, and I, I don't think that's possible because I was Iowa. It was ten nothing last I saw. I'm assuming it's 10. so you're 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 done, huh, Eddie? Dogs aren't. There's no chance. No, even if they take chance. the best teams, it, it doesn't matter. We we beat ourselves tonight. We look like ass. We we just looked terrible. I'm sorry. We did, Paul. Did we not? I mean, Paul, we scored there, and and it looked like. The most brilliant play of all was to put Evans in and return a punt, and he juiced us up. And we go in and score there, and I'm like, all right, just stop Bama. And they shredded us and scored a touchdown. Ball game. That was it right there. And that Milrow little little flick he made with his underhand, 
That Bama made plays all night. We didn't make any plays. Where's our downfield threat? We had one throw to Arian Smith that, that they wanted to rule not a catch for whatever God knows reason. That was the most ridiculous review I've ever seen in my life. But that was the only downfield throw we really made all night. We did nothing to push the ball downfield. It was so – this was the most frustrating game since Ohio State, and we won that game. I was so frustrated with how we played this football game. It was this ridiculous. Was, this what are your thoughts on Bond's catch in the first half then? Because if they that didn't doesn't look at it, so it catch, doesn't matter. They didn't even look at it, so who cares? I'm just saying if that didn't happen, probably oh, wouldn't the game. Ben, if they looked at that, that would have been a catch. We know that. There were two other face masks, Ben. Always, Bama gets face masks. They're never called. There were three in the game. One was called. That was it. I mean, don't get me started on the rest. We had to overcome them, Saban, and Bama. It's ridiculous when we play this team. It's absurd. Uh, he's he's not lying. And he's I'm not, not here for the ref talk because, like, Georgia no, it, did not play well enough to win this game. But, but. Yeah, but. But. There's always a but. The but here is – what you need the refs to beat Bama? Is that the ball? No, no, just make the correct call on Isaiah Bond's fourth down catch yeah. there. Or at least look at it. Touchdown. Look at, at least it. Look at it. Yeah, that's what. Like, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm with you, Dane. Every fan base complains like, about the refs. They they do. Bama gave Georgia a lot in this game. Like it could have been a lot worse. Now Georgia gave Bama stuff too, but like Bama had Georgia probably played where it should have had three to four turnovers in this game. Yeah, no, there were a couple of picks. You're right. Absolutely. But, the, but the, the problem is, though, and and I'm not blaming the rest for anything except for not looking at the catch from Isaiah Bond. That's the only thing that they, they missed. That They missed a bunch of stuff. The Zayden story I thought was 50-50. Yeah, both sides. Both sides, right? The one thing that changed the outcome of this game, though, Dane, and I think people are upset about, and rightfully so, is the Isaiah Bond. And then for the broadcast, this is what – Kind of really put Play the, of the game, the nail in that you know, kind of the coffin, if you will. The broadcast when it comes back right before the third quarter, they bring in Gene Steratore and they're like, "Hey, Gene, was that a catch?" And no, Gene's but- like, "No, it wasn't a catch. They should have reviewed it. It just adds more fuel to the fire that that wasn't a catch and that it was it was a big play in the game." I understand that, but if you talk about that and then don't talk about Georgia's own false start to make your field goal five yards longer, then like you're not even talking about the stuff Georgia can control that it screwed up. Yeah, but that you're was the about correct, that out was of the Georgia's goal, control. That was a correct call, Dane. That wasn't an incorrect call. I mean, that was a correct. That's not a reviewable play. That was a correct call. No, least, I, I'm not saying anything should have been reviewable. I'm saying like Georgia screwed up enough in this game to lose. Sure. It's not no like enough about anything from them, and it's no not doubt. like you, Paul. You can say butterfly effect on that game or on that play that like if that's reviewed and overturned, it changes everything. Based on the way Jalen Miller played in the second half, I don't think so. Yeah, very well. Paul, but, I, but I have an it, interesting it point. You know who technically, if let's say Louisville beats Florida State, you know who cost Georgia out of the playoffs also? Auburn. Auburn. If Auburn wins last week, Bama's out. And then if Louisville wins with a backup quarterback, Georgia would be that four team. So you would get Georgia, Michigan, Texas, Washington. That's what you would have gotten. And then you would have gotten a Pac-12 team or Texas in the national championship against Georgia or Michigan. Auburn literally on a fourth and whatever rushing two people cost likely cost you the playoff which is nuts to me but this is the one very quick point i want to talk quickly about the playoff structure 
I find it crazy that a team won 29 straight games, lost by a field goal to an Alabama team in the SEC championship by three points, and they're not in a playoff. That's why I think expansion, I'm for it. I know some people say it takes out the regular season, but when we have teams that lose one game, multiple that lose one game, and you're not in a playoff, like there's years where the best team ain't in. I, we, we could talk about like 2018 when George Austin, that SEC championship game, you're like Oklahoma and there's some other team in there that said no chance. You're like, George outplayed Bama in the SEC championship and a fake punt lost them chance at the playoff. You knew they were one of the best three teams. They deserved to be in there. But we have this structure where you could lose one game by a point and you're not in the playoff. No other, no other sport has that. So that's why I'm for the 8-12, to 12, not just because of this game, but years past there's been so many teams that have lost just one game. It's like your season's over with one loss in the regular season. So I think next year the significance won't be there, but also I don't think there's going to be any worry during the regular season until you get to the playoffs. Well, if, if if you fast forward to next year, we lose this game just like this. Guess what? We get a home game probably against Ohio State or something Boy. like that. I mean, Boy. how nuts is that? In or the middle whatever. of December. Yeah. I Fair, mean, regular season, like they're not going to care about any of that. They're going to care about getting matchups like Eddie's talking about and selling tickets and selling advertising. It's going to be incredible. Boatload of Did money. they invite recruits? Uh, I don't know. Probably. If they could, uh, Kirby would be like, you know oh. what? If okay. Kirby's like, we can bring recruits to a playoff game at our house versus this team. Choppy, choppy. If they said no, they'd be there anyway. <laughs> True. We saw that. <laughs> COVID. We saw that. Yeah, they COVID. they, they, they was, may just happen to love the grill at two a.m. I'm just saying. Yeah, they, they wouldn't. Out. They wouldn't be in the in the recruit no. section, but they'd no. be you know sitting up in the three hundred level somewhere. They, they I'm just sure. found some tickets over there in the bushes. Right. Yeah. It, that happens. <laughs> that happens at Sanford Stadium. People get I drunk. Mean, they drop tickets. Now, man, people just lose stuff all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to get to some other folks, Ben. I know you said you had to run. Um, before you run out, Ben, uh, real quick, just yes or no. Georgia come tomorrow Sunday in the playoffs. Yes or no. I'm going to say no because Michigan beats Iowa. Love you, Ben. Take it easy, my friend. 10 nothing right now. You take- McCarthy. Eddie. You need me to go? No, you can stay around. All right. I need Ben to leave. Thank God. He can still, he can <laughs> still hear me. Yeah, he's, he's flicking me off in, in the backstage right now. Now, I want to bring on uh, – I see you, Junior. I see you, Omari. I see you, Jordan. I want to bring on uh, William Carlin real quick. This uh, this is my buddy's best uh, – my buddy. My best friend's dad. He also officiated my wedding. Uh, grew up with him. Oh, so, what's nice. up, Mister Willie? I don't know how Jake took you off, man. I can't really hear you. I can't hear you. Can you hear me? No, barely. Like Somebody's he's underwater. Like oh, you're underwater. Can you hear me now? No, no. Like the Georgia yeah, I'm, offense. Tonight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna remove him. I'm gonna remove him and bring him back in. He's, he's always got some great takes. Um, drop. I'm gonna drop you out, Mister Willie, and then come back in. So I'm gonna kick you out and then come back in. That'll be better. Uh, well, in the meantime, we'll get to, man, I don't even want to get to this guy, man. Cause he's, he's so, he's such a nice guy, you know, and I'm sure deep down he's hurting, but he's you not going to show it. You're going to see on me. Yes, you are. Yeah. He's not, he's not going to show it. He's a nice, look at man. that painting behind him. Eddie, that's, that's that painting right home. there. That's is this your home? Yeah, this is my home. Whoa. Damn. Damn. Yeah. What, what'd you do? Roddy knows. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that world, huh? But man, Georgia dropped the ball. 
They did. Literally. Yeah. Well, they did. But I would have to say, I want to see film don't lie. There was a couple plays where, man, Alabama was so offsized and the refs did not even call it. Oh, they didn't dang, call, it, they didn't call it no penalties, no nothing. I know you're not about like refs and everything, but man, it just felt like another SEC championship game in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'll look for it did. now that you mention it. I, I've got man, I pulled like 30 number plays 30, in real time. Number 30. Look at look at him. Number 30. All right. First quarter. Man. Here's a quote, guys. We haven't talked about Kirby Smart's uh, post-game press conference yet. I just saw this on Twitter. I'm gonna get your guys' take on this. Kirby Smart, when asked about the college football playoff, says uh Bill Hancock, the CFP chairman. This is quote, Bill Hancock said, it's not the four most deserving, it's the four best. If you're in that committee room and you're telling me that that's not one of the four best teams, then you're in the wrong profession. Kirby going to bat for his guys. He's not well, done. He's supposed to. Of course he's yeah, going to do that. But is he right or wrong there, Omari? Do you think Georgia is a better team than FSU? Yes. So, Yeah. They deserve to be in the playoffs. Eddie? Nope. They're not going. Tonight was not going. They're not going. They're not going. Okay. Let let me, Eddie, in a vacuum, who are the best four teams in the country? Ooh, yeah. Well, we don't know yet because the games aren't done yet, right? Okay. Michigan's going to be pretty good. And Florida State and Louisville's going to go to four overtimes and not score. Who's the four best? Pretty good idea. Wait a minute. No, say that again. So you're saying Michigan's going to win. I give you that. FSU, I mean, they're up 10 nothing. so Iowa can't score more than what? Right. Two? I give you that. Michigan's going to win. What about FSU, Louisville? They're going to go four overtimes, tied 0-0, and then something's going to happen. I don't know what that is. I'm, okay. that's just Florida State thing. just scored. It's 3 nothing. Okay. They're going to go into overtime 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. It's a, hypo- it's a hypothetical, Eddie. Yeah. Georgia's Chad, out. Chad says, Eddie, it's a hypothetical. To say Georgia's what the out. Georgia's out. So you Georgia's don't think Georgia's one of the best four teams in the country? Nope. Not after tonight. They're not. Sorry. Three weeks of them getting healthy? They're not one of the four best? We have, this, we have the same record as Bama. Bama beat us tonight. We're out. Can they not Sorry. both be two of the best four teams in the country? Yeah, but we'd be out based on those that many teams, right? I'm just telling you. I'm asking who are the four best teams in the country. That's, all, that's what I'm asking. Michigan, Washington, FSU, and Bama. Sorry. So you don't have Texas in there. Well, now wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I said that wrong. <laughs> Texas, uh-huh. Texas should be over Bama. I apologize. You're right. Texas over Bama and Bama and then us. I'm sorry. You're right. Texas. So you have no FSU. SEC team in nope. the playoffs. No, no, because Ooh, Texas should boy. be in over Bama. I apologize. Right. If that happens, fine bomb at 3 p.m. on Monday. It's just like we all got to sit there and just watch it. But it's not going to happen. They're going to put Bama in, and it's going to be a travesty. It's going to be a joke. But Texas beat them. They should be in. I agree with you. Will Hewitt gave us a $4.99 donation. We appreciate it. He says, this is 2018 natty level down bad, in my opinion. Got screwed slash sold in big spots. And it's a sickening feeling. Best team won't win natty because life isn't fair. Shaking my head. Bet best team should have played better tonight. Damn, Eddie, you are ruthless tonight. I'll t- this am is I wrong? Am I wrong? No. 
this is one of those seasons that the best team didn't win a lot of games this year. Like when I saw them play, like Tulane was better than Ole Miss the day they played and Ole Miss won that game. Like I've seen this happen multiple times this year. Is Georgia better than Bama? I don't know. Not tonight they weren't. Tonight they weren't, but yes, they are. They're a better team than Bama. We got we got some folks. Eddie is speaking truth. Meanwhile, Brett Weimer says Eddie's in a dark place. <laughs> oh, I'm in a dark place. There's no doubt about that. The <laughs> Meanwhile, is because, says Eddie is miserable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm miserable. Because you know why? Because we win tonight, we waltz into a three-peat. Waltz into it. And it's over. Eddie, when you lay your head down on your pillow tonight, and yep. like you're right on the verge of like going into your deep slumbering sleep that you're going to wake up at 11.45 tomorrow and watch what is the reality that you want to avoid. I understand mm -hmm. all that. Mm -hmm. What is the final play that is on your brain that you're like, man, that's the thing that if that goes differently, I'm sleeping much better tonight? The fumble and Tresman Marshall doesn't get it. Oh. Yeah. Another Eddie difference. is right here. Um where, there was a funny one up here. Uh, Foster Moss says, uh, I'm over here feeling like Eddie. Eddie, I think you're the voice of the fan base right now, my friend. You might be. Uh, is he? Look, we got another big, huge fan here. We got OC here. Is is Eddie the voice of the fan base right now? I mean, nothing he said was a lie. Ooh. Eddie and Gary. Just I, I, I just, just want to know why they decided to – our strength is back in passing mm -hmm. the ball this season. Why did they decide to run so much after that first series? After we scored, they just ran, ran, and ran. It wasn't working. And I thought, you know, after the second half, you know, they're going to adjust, open it up a little bit. But they didn't. My answer to you would be that Beck wasn't as crisp tonight as he's been the past 10 weeks. And so I, I don't know. He looked pretty damn – to Omari's point, though, he looked pretty damn crisp on that first drive, and then they went away from it. I mean, but he ended up with, with 29 pass attempts tonight. He averaged 31 on the season. So no screen passes, no nothing to open it up, to spread it out. I mean, I, I remember Kendall Milton on the flat. They did run a, a inside screen with Bowers late, right? But yeah. ran a screen to Lad with Bowers coming out of the backfield. Um, I don't know. We got dude. We got a lot of folks backing up Eddie. Says Amen, Eddie. That was the dumbest play call possible. Eddie dropping truth stink bombs out here. Stink bombs. <laughs> Jermaine King says, "I hope Eddie is wrong, but he's speaking with his brain and not his heart tonight." Hmm. You're, you might be – look, Eddie, you might be onto something, bud. You might be onto something. I don't know. I don't know. OC. Well, I, I, I will still go back to that first quarter when we drilled them. I mean, that was – I looked at my wife said, that's the most perfect drive we've had probably since the Oregon game. That was mm -hmm. perfect, surgical, okay? And then we stopped them three and out. And then what happens on the next play? I think that was when Muse fielded it at the five. Wasn't that the next play? when he fair yeah. caught it at the five, right? Yeah. And then the next play, they tried to hit Bowers, and it was a loss of three. I said, oh, my God. Three and out, three and out. If we score on either of those drives, I think we bury Bama. That was the opportunity, and we blew it right there. Yeah. But <laughs> I also, I also got to say, we got to give credit where credit's deserved. And Saban? Yeah. Fourth. Fourth downs. Yeah, the fourth and fourth. That that was the difference in my head. Yeah. 
Got aggressive there at the end of the half. Got aggressive. He was like, "We we gotta we gotta get touchdowns," and he went. How for many? It. Uh, can I look this up on the stat broadcasting? How many fourth downs they went for? Yeah, Georgia was two for two, and Alabama was two for two on fourth down. But those two from Alabama were yeah, they were situational. That like Amari. Yeah. That's such a great point, Amari, and and that may end up being like the lost decision in this game. But like that showed Alabama's mentality of like what it takes to beat a Georgia team. Mm-hmm. And what we had not seen was what happens when this Georgia team gets down against a really, really, really good team. Like we saw it against Auburn and maybe Georgia should have lost that game, whatever. But Georgia in the third quarter against South Carolina rallied back so back that it felt like it wasn't down to the extent that it was. The, Georgia had was uncomfortable at parts in this game because it had not been in that spot. And that's in part like you have to credit Alabama for that. And, man, it's so hard to believe that they benched this guy, Milrow. And like almost lost to South Florida. Like, how crazy is this sport? Yeah, because if you think about it, I think it was a fourth and five, and Kirby called the timeout. Yeah. Then they went for it. Instead of kicking a field goal, they went for it and got a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Now, think about that. Like, a touchdown versus a field goal, Georgia still would have been one point ahead. Or if Georgia gets a fourth down stop there somehow. Yeah, yeah. we get some points there. Yeah. But one more thing, I'm going to say this right now. Jalen Milrow, yes, he beat us tonight. I'll give him that. He's not a scary quarterback. He's just not Bryce Young. He's not that good. And we let him beat us. And it was pathetic because he can't – Dane, he can't throw the ball accurately. Did you see some of those throws he was making? Oh, look, pathetic. I get that. I don't think you can win a national championship anymore unless you have a quarterback that is a running threat. I really don't. Yeah, but you got to be able to throw the ball too. You got to make some throws. He he made enough throws. He made like, enough. You're right. No doubt about it. No doubt. That's what pisses me off because overall he's not that good of a quarterback yeah and we let him beat us Carson Beck is like significantly a better passer than that I'm not disputing that at all but like there are two paths to winning a national championship at quarterback either you have to have kind of the hybrid like I can pass some I can run a lot or you have to have a really good accurate passer with a fantastic group of skill guys to help him out and Georgia tries to go that latter path and the injuries caught up to him right now. And then the Milrow path worked that way. You get more leeway if you have a quarterback that can move. And whatever people want to say about Stetson Bennett, that was always a piece of his game of like he could extend plays and then he could go run when things broke down. And Who's that's scarier right now, Jalen Milrow or Michael Penix? Milrow. Milrow for sure. Uh, Milrow, yeah. What? Are you Milrow kidding me? Sure. Yeah. I've seen what? Penix make enough of those bad throws too. Like he makes some good ones. Oh, yeah. I think Michael Penix is scary. I totally disagree with both of them. Nah, I nah. Like Washington's losing in the first round of the playoff to any of the teams. Oh, I disagree with that too. I disagree with that too. Nah. Who's, who's before before uh, I I kick you out of here, Eddie? Because you're just causing a big scene. Um, Amari, <laughs> I'm right again. Come on, Amari. Tell him I'm right. Nah, I would have to disagree on you on that one. Washington, they're terrible. Michael Penix. Milrow's more dangerous. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't see anything. I don't Everybody's see been down in Washington all year long, and they're they're they keep getting it done. All right, Barely. y'all just discount them. That's fine. Barely, barely. I mean, best team they played is Oregon, done. and I think Oregon's fine. But they're except Florida State if they're in there. Most of their teams in the playoff are going to be better than anything they faced all year. Okay. We'll like see. Texas versus Washington, it'd probably be slightly competitive. But, man, Texas passing attack, that'd be the thing to be the most scary to go against in the playoff right now. Okay. We'll see. I'd say Michigan wins it all now. 
Probably. Probably. I think uh Texas Texas could Texas could run, I think. Texas is pretty good. Yeah, Texas looked good today. I um, like I like Texas to like we'll see how what the four is. I would like Texas or Alabama, whichever one gets in. I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting. To, well, uh, I just see. can't wait for that uh, Sugar Bowl in New Orleans on New Year's Day versus Tulane. Boy, that's going to be awesome, guys! I can't wait. <laughs> New Orleans is always awesome. Like, don't 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 be like the food's so good. Dane, I was born there. I know New Orleans. Okay, I don't want to go to New Orleans for a New Year's meaningless day game against Tulane. I don't. Tulane lost them. today. All right, did be SMU. Okay, bad <laughs> call. SMU. Sorry, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Damn, Eddie, it's just. How quick the what is what do they say the the tables have turned the turntable yeah, the turns have tabled that's right yeah. yeah yeah you you have gone from just such a I'm I'm bitter up, I'm angry I'm pissed I'm you all of it so sorry just an op- optimistic man to a uh, very pessimistic individual guys this is a great kind of huh what'd you say Omar do you think Beck comes back ooh more likely than it would have been yeah I think so too. That's a good point. Probably. Yeah. Unfinished business. NFL is yeah. not going to like his tape from this game. This no. game for his NFL stock. No. This may bounce him out of that first round, according to other people, right? And that's yeah. the key. Yeah, I think he comes back. I think. Yeah. I can tell you that Georgia's prepared to do what it needs to do in NIL, should that be in what he wants to do. Right. Like he he would be fine at Georgia coming back. I mean, all you need is Amari, dude. Look at that pain behind him. I mean, <laughs> ask Amari, you, you, ask Amari and Eddie to pony it up. We're good, dude. Amari's Next about to back. like do the uh, what is it where you uh, buy the position and then you have to say like, uh, Bobo has this. Yeah. Um, gosh, what? where like the person's name is in the position, so, like the Ike Cousins baseball coach. What you don't you know talking? what I'm talking about? No. I do. Hold on. Somebody help me in the chat of like, what's this? I work in higher ed. This is stupid that I don't remember this. The athletic director is also named after like you, you pay a ton oh, of money. Oh, 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 oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so the uh, quarterback position will now be the Amari Carmichael. The Amari, <laughs> Michael, Amari Carmichael starting quarterback at the university of Georgia, Carson Beck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, returner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I could afford like the endowment. Th- that's what it is. And th- like, I think that's what you call it. Yeah. I could afford like the fourth left guard. And meanwhile, Amari's got that picture behind him. He's got the first string quarterback. So, Amari, we appreciate you. Can man. you tell me real fast? Yeah. So what, what is that? What is that picture? Oh, uh, I, it's off of Ahars. Who? Ahars. I, I can, I can put it in a chat, but that, no, I, wait, look. Sounds expensive, brother. Yeah, it just sounds really expensive. I don't think I'm classy enough to understand what you just said. So I'm thinking, I'm yeah. thinking what ten grand? I plead the fifth. Damn, damn. Paul, I don't want to hear shit about my house again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That picture right there, uh, it, it it shows up. Amari, man, we appreciate you for showing up, my friend. You're you're the best, brother. All right, twenty five dollars auction. See you, man. You can yeah, cut me thing. off too, Paul. Yeah, I oh, I definitely hey, am. Eddie, Eddie, take care of yourself tonight, all right? Oh, no. <laughs> Dane, hey, the sun will come up tomorrow. That's what I keep being, being told. The sun will come up, and when it comes up, I'm just going to stand there and go, the sun's up. I'm so happy. Somebody <laughs> in the chat just asked me how much Fiddler I've already drank, so I must be 
coming out uh, himself. Eddie, real quick, uh, plug for the show tomorrow, the All Things Georgia call-in show tomorrow, 7.30 yeah. on this channel. Eddie, uh, Eddie will be there, folks. Now you're getting the real experience of content creation because you got to wake up tomorrow and do this. Yeah. I've yeah. been thinking about that, Dane. I may start drinking a three tomorrow to make it more palatable. I'm not. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just this is tough. This is tough, guys. It's not fun. It's not fun, right? You no. signed up for it, Biggie. I know, but no, nah, we appreciate hey, you. Got, you, you got you got two titles. I know the lows are low, but the highs are high, and George is going to have more of those too. No, I know, I know. It's just hard to look at those right now, Dane. I got I'm you. Just, bro. Well, it's hard to look at you for too long, too, Eddie. So we're going to get you. <laughs> We're gonna get you up out of here. The hatred is deep, Paul. Yeah, the hatred runs deep, baby. We'll see you. <laughs> see you, boys. Oh man, let me get. Uh, I think uh, Mr. Willie's back here. Let's hopefully he's got some. He's got his mic on. Mr. Willie. Man, I want to hear what he had to say so bad. I can't hear him. I can hear him. Yeah, I can't hear him. He said, I can hear me. I can barely hear him. Miss really on the phone. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. No, it's like, it's, what is it? What, Dane, you're the AV guy here. What's going on? I mean, I'm, I'm wondering if the mic on his phone just isn't in the greatest I'm on shape. IPad here. Oh, you're on the iPad. Yeah. Call, in, call in on the phone. Do it on the phone. We'll get him. We'll get him. We're going to get him in here. Yeah, <laughs> I want to know stories from your wedding. Yeah, do Kai ten ninety eight says see you in hell, Eddie. <laughs> Let's bring on uh, Junior Jones real quick. Junior, what's up, man? Hey, man, how you guys doing? How are you? you can hear me right? Um, I don't know. So I'm gonna say one thing. Like I um, I remember the whole Mark Rich tenure of Georgia football, and um. We've been spoiled for a long time. We've been spoiled. How long? Because uh, about five, I would say about four or five years we've been spoiled. Okay. Because I remember like, like um, I know whenever Kirby got hired on, like I, I love Mark Rick. I love Mark. Like I thought he was a great coach and everything like that. So whenever like the change came, I was one of the people that said, Oh, what's Kirby gonna do? Because Alabama's Alabama and we can't beat Alabama because Alabama's Alabama, right? Nobody else can beat Alabama. So why would that change? Like I was one of those people. But uh like I remember going and just head up with Alabama and the SEC championship over and over and just not been able to beat them. And like the past like three years, it's like, you know, we know we're on a, we're on a high horse and we're just like, oh no, we're this and we're that. We could be everybody. And I feel this kind of that little, like, no, we're, we're, we're not that, we're not that person. Junior, I have a question for you. Yeah, I've imbibed some tonight. Have you imbibed? Have Have you had the drinks flowing a little bit, flowing a little bit? A little bit, honestly. No, I'm gonna tell you one thing. <laughs> what, what, what? The fumble, the fumble we had. 
<laughs> that like honestly, when that whenever that fumble happened, that fumble happened, I walked outside and said, you know, I'm going for a smoke. I don't even want because Alabama guns go, they're they're going to score. What kind of smoke <laughs> are you talking about? Right now, I'm, I'm just on some vodka. I, I don't got filler out here because I live in California right now. So filler don't get out to California at this moment. But um, I'm just on some base vodka. But um, yeah, like I watched this game, and I the time I was watching this game, like I felt Mark Rich was calling this game. If that makes sense to anybody. I don't know. Not, not, um, not a lot, but like not not a ton. Now, if, if you're saying that like the pain of Georgia not being as efficient on offense as you wanted it to be reminded you of a different era, fine. Well, I'm talking I'm talking about the I'm saying how conservative we was. Like the first drive, we were okay, okay, you know what? I'm putting like this. Last year, the first time I called in ever on this channel. The first time I called in, it was because I called in because we were using this one. Brock Bowers became Brock Bowers. And I called in. I said, hey, we're using Brock way too much. I don't like it. We need other people to, like, do something. Right. So that's the first time I called in last year. But so, like, right now, it, it me watching this game, it was like we have so many people that we can use. We like we have things that we're just not doing. Who did you want to be used that wasn't used to the degree that you wanted them to be used? Anybody. Hmm. See, that's my thing. Anybody. Like, okay, I'm gonna put it like this. Last week, I wasn't able to watch the game last week because I had to work. Saturday and everything, so I wasn't able to watch the game. You're a working man, we get it. Yeah, so I seen like the little after stats and like the highlights and everything like that, and I was like, okay, you know, it wasn't pretty, but we got out, but we didn't have Brock, we didn't have McConkey, they're hurt, whatever. And I felt that was that should have been a game to where who's able to step up. Right. So then this week, whenever you have it to where they're still not a hundred percent, whoever able to step up last week, they should still be able to step up this week. And then you try you try to feed them. Who do you think that should be? You have Rosemary Rosemary Jackson, you have um um Smith who had made that amazing catch that they tried to review. They did review it. Gonna... They didn't try to. They did review it. They yes. real, 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 real quick. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I don't want to talk about that review. <laughs> uh, J- JJ. <laughs> JJ. JJ. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't confirm it. They said it stands. Real quick. She does that so many mad. No, no, it stands. Like no, it should be confirmed. He caught that. You see, he caught that. <laughs> Dude, but what? <laughs> Hey, man, JJ, man, you have a great night, brother, because you are on a different level right now. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. 
Um, what's crazy, what's really crazy he's is, is he's still talking in the background. He was talking to himself. He thought he was still on the show. Um, okay. It's all Man. love, Junior. It's all love. It's all baby. love, JJ. Love you, big dog. You're just, you're just a little out there tonight, my boy. God almighty. Mr. Will, are you there? I don't know, am I? Yes, you sir. are. We got you. We got you. We got right. you. What? Uh, well, I, hope, I hope it's worth it. You, you know, hey, we've been waiting. We've been waiting for you for a while. So, what's the thoughts here, George? Well, in the first playoff? of all, how did my boy take the loss, man? Uh, Jake. So yeah, we, for everybody. So I had a couple friends over uh, tonight for the Bye. game. Jake was. Uh, Jake just got a new uh, Apple Watch. You know that, Mister Willie? Yeah, he showed it to me this morning. Yeah, he got a new Apple Watch, and he didn't know that you could check heart rate on it. So I said, he started going a little crazy in the first quarter. And I said, hey, man, check that heart rate. My man got up to 163. 163 oh cheering on the dogs. Um, I hate for him to drop dead the week before his wedding, man. Right, right, right. So it, um, I don't know. It, it, I, I hope he's all right. I think he's at home now, um, settled in. You know, but it was tough. It was tough over here for uh, some of the boys. I'm sure it was tough in Monroe too, huh? Yeah, I tell you, it's, you know, it's um, football means a lot to me. But I um, did not pull the shotgun out and blow my head off. <laughs> I'm not quite that much. But yeah, I thought about it for a second. <laughs> what up? Um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You're, you're dreaming if you think we're going to make the playoffs. There's, there's, right. there's no shot. They're going to put us in Alabama ahead of Texas. This is not happening. Uh, when Alabama started gashing us in the middle of the first quarter and, uh, and into the second quarter, that's when we lost the game. Uh, they just ate the whole first half up. Like I said, we went two and out, three and out twice in a row, and they ate up a whole quarter of time. And the 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 catch on at the end of the second quarter where they went up ten points. Dogs played their hearts out in the second quarter, the second half. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but and the other question I got for you is okay, we play the whole game with two guys spying Milro. He's sitting there, you know, spying him. How does he run for 50 yards in the last two minutes of the game? It's completely different. It was completely different than – and I think I think really, if you look at it, Sands the last two minutes of the game, I think they did a really good job of containing him. Uh, oh, and, they did an excellent job, but yes. yeah. I mean, and, it was, you know, and it's like I, I said, it, it, went, it went by the playbook. He's not that good of a quarterback. He missed so many open guys. Yeah. He, he missed so many open throws because they were keeping him contained in the pocket. Um, And then he got to, okay, you get it to a field goal. They've got the ball on the 25-yard line. Even with a squib kick, which I'm like, what the hell? Um, I wonder if they had practiced that and like somehow gotten a recovery back there, like thinking their speed would get there. I, I don't know. I, I agree with you. Just kick it deep. 
Yeah, but but anyhow, it wound up on the twenty-five yard line because that was that was my first thing. It's like, okay, what the hell? But it wound up on the twenty-five yard line, so that's a wash. Um, but then you've been, like I said, you've been spying with two people, two linebackers on either side of the line, sitting there waiting on him to run, and he bust for. You know, a thirty-yard run and then a twenty-yard, fifteen-yard run when it matters the most. Well, that thirty-yard run I thought was as impressive as anything that Alabama did in this game because when they need to kill clock and just keep the ball, get a first down or two, they go empty. Like yeah. that's unheard of in that situation. That's how much they trust their quarterback to gain the yards he needs to gain, and he goes for third. They go empty, run a jet fake. And then they block it well, and he scampers and gets the first down immediately. Like pitch that's such a level pitch. of confidence in your playmaker that Georgia did not show tonight. It, you know, like the fake pitch, but that you know, obviously to me, the, the them guys just in the, in the end of the first quarter, in the second quarter, to eat the whole half up, and then um, the very end of the game. There, you know, outside of that, man, we had a hell of a team. Played a hell of a game, um, and you can you can go back and forth. Is why didn't Dylan Bell get more? Why didn't Rosemary yeah. Jackson get more? Yeah. Um, that's a coaching decision, and and they're way better at it than I am. And and that damn horse collar was BS. Yeah. Horse collar did look that did fire your son up over at my house a good bit. He uh he was pretty fired up about that one. Um. Real quick, tomorrow at noon, is Georgia on the outside looking in, or is Georgia a playoff team? What did I open with? He said no. <laughs> yeah, no. No, there's no way. Do you, do you, have, any, do you have any the fun stories? Team, the best four teams. In the, and, I I mean, I watched that uh, Washington-Oregon game last night. Um, you know, both Knicks is no better than he was at Auburn. And he was better than Penix. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the best four teams are Texas, us, Michigan, uh, and Texas. Uh, Texas, us, Michigan, and Alabama. But there's no way they're going to do that. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. So, you did Paul's wedding. Like, I, I, inside stories on Paul that I can pick on him with because that's a fun thing for me to do. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I got a giggle out of that. Yeah. There's two, now, now I, really, I almost really truly, thought, okay, really true. The only things I, only stories I've got on Paul are positive about the boy. Oh, wow. I love him yeah. to the day. Yeah, I, except for except for that window that's in his sunroom right there in front of him. We won't talk about that though. Um, we won't talk about that window there. No, I you know the one. There's a window. See, I can there, tell you that I didn't. There's a window. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't right. know. Go ahead. <laughs> Christmas, my son's senior year, he totals his car. <laughs> and uh, it was it was the first part of the Christmas break. And last car Christmas break, my, my boy says, Dad, when are we going to go get me a new car? I said, son, there ain't no new car. You know, <laughs> there ain't none. This is big yellow bus that comes by here every morning. That's your <laughs> way to school. My boy, Paul, picked him up. Every morning for the last half of the year. What a guy. Yeah. From, 
from my yeah. house and took him to school and brought him back. That's that's the kind of man you're working with. Philanthropy. See, I almost thought he was going to die in Las Vegas. So. <laughs> hey, hey, you, you know, Where'd there's you been go many, to Vegas? we went to Vegas uh, two years ago as a group, and it was uh, it was a wild time. It was, there's, it was like 120 degrees, so it wasn't that Paul did bad things. It was it was yeah. just brutally hot. It was brutally yeah. hot. That was true. I, no, I've only got good things to say about Paul, and appreciate you listening to my screed here. I'm just so disappointed. Well, Mr. Willie, we can be excited next Saturday when uh, Jake gets married. So I'll see you then, my friend. You betcha. See you. Thank you. Yeah, there's, there's some, dude, there's some stories. Um, but he didn't of, release them like that. Like, and that's, that's why, that's why Mr. Willie is my guy. He didn't release the stories. The, the glass on that window, um, Jake and I pulled, we, we uh, about blew the house up in, a, in the backyard in a fire pit one night. He was asleep, though. Um, whole fire department came. Uh, there's a lot. See, Paul, I view myself as someone that's always in your corner. I'm not in your corner to that extent. Like, yeah, he is yeah. so much in your corner. Like, that's, yeah, he's the man. He's the man. Like, GG uh, is. Double G, you're back, huh? Yeah, man. I just wanted to add something to it. Okay. Y'all keep asking who's going to make it in the playoffs. Okay. Now, what has the committee said each year of the playoffs that their determining factor was? What Every year. What did they say? The four best teams. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay. I'm not going to say that Georgia and Alabama gets in. They, The committee could leave both of them out. But I can make the argument right now that the three best teams playing right now is in the SEC and no other conference. Because the simple fact is, right now, Missouri would beat anybody else besides Alabama if they meet, make the playoffs. They might beat Alabama, too. I love them. Yeah, they might even beat Alabama. Missouri is probably the, probably the second best team in the nation right now. And nobody's talking about Missouri. Because they lost to LSU. Because they lost two games, yeah. He not well, I mean, look, that's that's what gets me. That's what gets me, Gary, is when you talk about the best four teams, you are smoking that cigarette down, Gary, to the filter, my brother. Man, it's just, just like I said. Fucking game upset me, man. <laughs> I can tell. That filter's about to get caught on fire. Light another one, Gary. Light another one. Yeah, but, uh, you know, like I said, I don't want to throw no, no nobody under the bus, but we're just getting it. We're just getting executed tonight. And yeah, maybe the maybe some of the our players didn't execute tonight the way that they have been the whole season. And maybe some of that was the <laughs> back to back. Maybe I maybe thought that you were going to talk the, through that light. I thought you were going to light it and talk the whole time, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that was some of the play calling. But I can't, I can't see it. It's just there was play after play after play that was poor execution. That is not play calling. Mm. Play, if it was play calling, you wouldn't have poor execution of the plays. I agree with you, Gary. For the most part, I saw a lot of plays that I saw all season long with Georgia. Yeah. The level of athlete on the other side was better. Alabama was able to make some plays that other teams weren't able to make. And you want to know the the shitty thing about it is? 
I'd love to. Alabama did exactly what we'd have done all season. And what's that? Or at least the last five or six games. Okay, that that we went up on them uh, by seven points. Everybody right. else has been going up on us for seven points. And then they shut us out for the rest of the fucking game. I'll tell you another thing, Gary. Did you notice late in the game, Alabama does the fake pitch run up inside? Georgia hasn't stopped that all year. Ooh, that, was, yeah. that, was a Georgia, that was a Georgia Tech-Auburn play, too. And then, and then we was also running to the outside too much. Why run to the outside when you're tearing them up down the middle? Because for a month, Kendall Milton, north and south, that's been what's working. Yep. Now, I do think some of that is when Mims went out. You lost a lot of leverage on the right side. And that's not shade at trust. He's a fine player. He's been a, a guy that can play every position for Georgia. But there's not another Mims on that offensive line. Hell, hell, line, line Brock up in fullback. And have Milton run right behind Brock the whole freaking night. They finally put Micah Morris at fullback to get a yard. Yeah. But that's the reason why Brock even plays uh plays uh tied in is because nobody doesn't really use fullback anymore. Brock plays full uh the tight end like a fullback would play tight end if they had to play tight end. You see where I'm coming from? Totally. Yeah, I do. Dr. Because Grace the way he breaks tackles, way he runs through everybody, and the way that you can't – well, tonight he was stopped a little bit, but any other game he wasn't stopped. Paul, Am I, think, I lying? I, I, I think Dr. Greg Steely over here, me, he and I would be really good friends. I've got Gary, my tonight. Hey, hey, Dr. Greg Steely, Gary, he said Gary's smoke alarm in the background is worthless. Hell, that ain't, that ain't worked in years. <laughs> It'd be beeping right now. Gary had Gary had to turn around and see that he forgot that thing was on the wall. Yeah, oh, it, it, it's a it, it, it's a imagine that it still up there. Imagine that my phone still worked because of, with the game way the game was on, I would fit I would fit some throw something at. Mm, we don't want to throw things. We don't want to no, throw it. But, Gary, I appreciate you coming back on. I'm going to try to wrap this thing up, man. I got Jordan. Uh, he's going to give us a house tour real quick, and then we're going to roll on out of here. Uh, Y'all have a good night, guys. Hey, All right, Gary. Before we do this, Paul, I probably should give a, a formal shout-out to ASW Distillery. Yeah, do that. Dude, uh, because you, you're the, you, you do ad reads, man. Do them, please. Well, I mean, we have a banner as well that I'm going to bring. Uh, okay, I got you. I got you. Hold on. You know, hold I'm, on. I'm trying to do this the right way. Hold on. Boom. There you go. That's Use the, this on yeah. some don't lie. Yeah, there you go. ASW Distillery, they make this Fiddler bourbon that I've been drinking off of. Some people in the chat think I've been drinking too much. Paul, you've seen me when I'm drinking too much. And this yeah, is not I have, that. I have, I this have. is not Tennessee Martin Week. We're not talking that, right? Right, right, Would right. You right. agree? Right, right. I agree. I agree. You're not can, there. You're not there. Can you tell I've been drinking, though? Uh, I wouldn't let you operate a car, but you, you're all right. I could easily operate a car right now. I wouldn't do it. That's the, that's the that's how people get DUIs. Right. They all think right. that they can do that. I wouldn't do it just because even just even thinking that way. Anywho, Fiddler Bourbon, distilled by dogs, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Look, if you need to drown your sorrows right now, they have the tasting rooms around Atlanta. The one around the battery is super popular. You know when the Braves are bad next year, and you, you're mm-hmm. kind of feeling good about the Braves, and you know they've mm-hmm. already broken your postseason hearts this past season. So they're going to get beyond that this next year, kind of bolster the pitching a little bit. Fiddler Bourbon uh, is a great way to go if you really want to hype up your tailgates or your off-seasons or whatever you have going on at your home. Um, it is the Hunker Vodka because every purchase of the Hunker Vodka goes toward the Classic City Collective. At least mm-hmm. a portion of it does. And that helps torture with NIL opportunities. If you're buying mm-hmm. Tito's Vodka, that benefits Texas. They gave mm-hmm. multiple millions of dollars to the University of Texas. Heard 20 million. You know, George is going there next year. They so are. If people Same have, weekend as a Formula One race down there and there's no there's no hotels. Do, 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 do you know what hotel prices are going to be? Uh-uh, I don't stay in hotels. You don't? Are you Airbnb exclusive? I, I am an Airbnb guy, yeah. yeah. Well, let's get them to sponsor this so then we can actually nice. give them a form nice. shout out. Anywho, nice. when I say to still buy dogs, that means the ASW is uh, five of the six founders or Georgia graduates. They like UGA. They like what we do. Um, yeah, that's a great line that my back deck here is the other tasting room for ASW Distillery. Uh, I don't know who said that, but. That was uh, Dog85. He's always got the punchlines. Okay. Dog85 and and Dr. Greg. That's my people. Um, Anyway, ASW Distillery, support those folks. They're really kind people. Shout out to Chad. He's the one that he and I are on the same page. So uh, I'm drinking the Georgia Hartwood Fiddler Bourbon tonight, and I'll continue to do so as we see Jordan's tour of his home. That was a great ad read. Would you go buy that after after that? I would. I would. I don't don't drink, uh, but I would. But I'm saying, hypothetically, if you, Gary yes. doesn't drink either, but Gary said he was going to start. I and that's a, see, Gary just said I need that fiddler bourbon tonight. Gary, no, we're not, we're not starting drinking again. Gary, you already have one vice. Let's not add a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jordan, what's up, man? Show us this house real quick because we're about to get out of here. All right, I just listened to Kirby talk about the best four teams, and it broke my heart. Yeah. And that good stuff. Yeah. But I forgot to mention earlier. I think Warren Brinson, if we're given helmets, ball like. Yeah, we do. Helmet we do stickers. have to give. We do have to give helmet stickers. Yeah, I was about to say we got to give helmet stickers out. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. Well, that's a good one. Do y'all actually want a, a tour? Like a quick tour? Yeah, you've been waiting a long time, and I do want to see it. It looks like a very nice piece of architecture that you've got there. I would say maybe in the seven hundred fifty to eight hundred thousand dollar range. Can I sneak in a quick uh, answer to Jermaine King here first? Because he wants to know if I have a TV on my porch. Boom! TV on the porch. Oh boy! Wow! Big time. Got you, Jermaine. What's the house real quick? Show All the right. house oh, shit. We're actually doing Do Okay, my wife is not going to like this. All right, there's the living room. Oh, wow. Accent wall. Kitchen, don't classy. mind the mess. Open floor plan. Open spot. floor plan. Christmas trees up. Oh, exterior light. There's the... I like that. Outdoor kitchen. I, I like that. Ooh. My wife's going to cut it off there. Um, maybe we'll have to... Oh, Would you call that a sunroom or an outdoor kitchen? Say what? Would you call that a sunroom or an outdoor kitchen? That's an outdoor kitchen. That's a lanai down here in South Florida. Whoa. Big word. Yeah. Hey, Pinky's out, though. Lanai. Very <laughs> nice. This is a very nice home, Jordan. Very nice home. Yeah, I got shut down on the uh, rest of the tour there. Yeah, let's not go. You know, that's fine. It's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But, uh, Jordan, we appreciate you as always, man. No, you man. Appreciate- I want to show y'all love. I appreciate y'all, man. It's hey, been man. Now I'm wanting to know the like price per square foot down in Naples, so I can. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's pretty. That house is pretty pricey right there. That's, Jordan, that's I don't know exactly house. how old you are, but if you just search Zillow for fun, just to learn about your neighborhood and your area, then we're the, about the same age. 
I'm 31. Damn, brother. About the same age. Like, Come if you're on not now. there, you're about to be. Come on now. I've been married for August 1st, 2015. I've been married a minute. Hey, shout out to you, brother. Yeah, man. I got a lot of student loan debt if, from, from my wife. If y'all want to jump in on that, can we get it a. It is what it is. Let's it get is some helmet stickers for Jordan's. Your homework right. will pay for that. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. But JC, we'll see you, man. We're going to try to get out of here. I, I don't blame y'all. I just wanted to stick around long enough. Hell of a, hell of a crib. I'm glad you showed me. Now nah, we're, we're going to clean this thing up and we'll do a we'll do a meet my cribs thing or whatever. I'm all in. I appreciate it. I mean, y'all have a good one. Man, what a night. Greg, we got a story. said, bro, nice house like that and drinking Miller Lite. You can't yeah. look, you can put the man into a nice house, but if he starts drinking the Miller Lite, you can't hate the man. For no, it. no. But see, here's like me and Greg are on the same page on most things. The reason you can afford the nice houses is because you do drink the Miller Lite. Right, right. If you had to go to that craft stuff all the time, you couldn't afford the super. Couldn't afford that house. You know what I mean? Let's get back on track here, though. Let's give these uh Let's give out these helmet stickers. This is the time. If you guys want to donate a little bit in the super chat, you know what I'm saying? For a helmet sticker, now's the time. Um, Dane, I'll let you go first. I always let the uh, visiting uh, host go first. Roddy, Can I ask the parameters of this? Because I've never been on this late yeah, in a POS. Okay. Yeah. So I um, need to know the rules that are at play here. For there, this are, there are a couple rules with the helmet stickers, and I'll walk you through them. Uh, there are certain players that have gotten a golden bone already. That means that they've gotten a helmet stickers in at least three games. So they've pretty much guaranteed themselves to get, you don't have to say their name, right? They've this already got that. Back, Brock Bowers. Right. Uh, Javon Bullard, Starks, and Tyke Smith. Uh, and I think Lad McConkey. And Kendall Milton has earned his third one uh, after last week. So with those guys being out of it, they've already gotten their golden bones you now have to name somebody else other than that. And if you do name somebody with a golden bone, I will stop you and tell you to repick. Mm. What we like to do is one on defense and one on offense. Roddy likes to use up the budget, and he goes above that. With that being said, I'll let the floor is yours. I need a bone, uh, a helmet sticker for defense and offense. On defense, I think it's very easy to start with uh, Jalen Walker and see how he got okay. pressure in some very intense situations. There's one play in particular, I know I tweeted it out, where he gets pressure on Jalen Milrow, forces what ends up being a pass breakup from Javon Bullard. It was just really good, two guys doing their job. So if Bullard is already at that stage, I think Jalen Walker deserves a helmet sticker for Rushing the passer, being aggressive, doing some things that maybe other players didn't do. There's a couple other defensive linemen I think you could argue for. I'm sure you're going to do that. I don't want to throw their names out and steal your Thank time. you. Thank you. Uh, because I'm sure if I didn't take Jalen Walker, you would have. I would have. Correct. Do you, do you want to give your defensive one? No, go ahead. Offense. Offense is a little more difficult on, on this particular game. Uh, just for projecting forward. Ooh. Georgia needed a spark, and Anthony Evans gave him one out of nowhere. I I, I like had that. to realize. I like that. I, I like that. I, I, I was watching the game here at home, and I was like, who caught that? And I had to, like, I recognized that the body style, I've been to practice a few times. And, and so, like, immediately I was like, that's Evans. And mm -hmm. he showed off went. And mm -hmm. I thought that, that was pivotal for Georgia to get back in the game to give itself an opportunity because if you have to drive the length of the field there with the offensive challenges that Georgia has had, I don't know. Like I, I can make arguments for other guys. Michael Morris would have been my other one maybe just because you bring in the fullback guy there. And, yeah, it, it's, it, was a, it was a struggle in offense. 
That's it. That is an amazing pick. Amazing pick on offense uh, because Brock Bowers has already gotten his golden bone. We could go with him. Uh, McConkie's already got his. Beck's got his. Milton's got his. There's just there's not a ton of picks left because those guys. And it's not that we're not giving those guys the bones. They already have their bones, guys. So like they're getting them this game regardless. They've they've earned that right. I uh, appreciate it, JC, with the sticker there. Uh, for defense, I think I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to go with JC Warren Brinson. Warren Brinson mm-hmm. showed up. Uh, in a big way, the sack. Uh, I wish he could have got a little bit more pressure, but I think it's probably if I know you. Some of these folks hate the PFF grades that we put out every week, but they generate discussion. Uh, I think this will probably be Brinson's best game uh, graded out wise, and I, I think that you know he really shined for Georgia's defense. Without saying those guys that obviously you know already have it. That's where I thought you were going. Offense. Oh, so I'm gonna interrupt you, Greg. Since his I know. you didn't Greg, you didn't do the super chat, Paul. If you wanted yours to supersede Greg's, you would have super chatted it. Says Zion Logue for defense, Arian Smith for offense. You're right. I think since we've already used up a lot of the guys on the offensive side of the ball, I'm gonna have to go with Arian Smith. They hit him, they they went to him, he caught the pass, even though it kind of went off of his chest and he caught it. It's not really how you want to catch the ball. He did it. Uh it was a pivotal, pivotal play. Uh, 51 yards. It's crazy that they uh, looked at that and tried to review that. Uh, but that makes it even better that, you know, they did and, and he caught it. So congrats to Arian Smith. I don't know if he's uh, one of those guys that could potentially transfer after this season. I could see that happening. Um, but if that is his last big play for Georgia, uh, you know, it, it was a good one. Can we briefly give that like a small modicum of discussion? And this is going to be our discussion for the next month, so we don't have to go into this. But in the event that Georgia is not in the playoff, and I think you and I both expect that Georgia is not going to be in this playoff based on the way that college football has been this season, there are a ton of Georgia players transfer or potentially sit out um, just based on how college football goes these days that we just saw their last action in the red and black. And I mean, a guy like Dejan Edwards, I think he'd probably play in a bowl game to try to elevate his draft status. A guy like Brock Bowers, I think he loves Georgia. And I think he could play in a bowl just because he freaking. Now I think he's going to have a lot of people around him saying don't. Yeah. And I think the same would be said for McConkie. I think the same would be said for Mims. Um, I can tell you and, Dr. Greg's getting in here and say, guys, I think we lose at least 10 to the portal. I could probably tell you five or six off the top of my head that are further down on the depth chart that are already intending to go to the portal. We'll get there, though. That's a, for a different podcast. I know. We've already seen Darius Smith be one of those yeah, yeah. That, that goes in there. Um, but so but remember, when, when folks leave, folks also come back. Sure. So. And that opens up spot for others. It's, it's a nightmare to do roster management right now. But those, like, seniors at Georgia that – you know, hopefully they end up playing their their final game here if that's what they end up wanting to do. But the Dejan Edwards, the Marcus Rosemey, Jack Saints, the I mean, some of those defensive linemen that have been here forever, Stackhouse, Logue, Walthour, um, you know, they, they've been a part of something special at Georgia. So I I know in the hurt of today, it's hard to have that perspective. But for those particular guys that have kind of contributed to that, I hope they get their shine too over what's the next what four or five weeks. With that being said, we're going to wrap it up, folks. 
27-24, the Dogs lose in the SEC championship game. But, folks, it was a hell of a run that your team went on 29 games in a row, two national titles. I know it hurts tonight, but come tomorrow, it'll still hurt. But come three weeks from now, three months from now, you're going to look back on this as the golden age of Georgia football, and they're not going anywhere anytime soon. They will be around. The roster's there. Kirby Smart's there. And, yes, you lost a game. We knew it was going to happen. We knew this was going to come. Uh, I don't think that you thought it would happen against Alabama in the SEC championship game, the way that they faced Auburn, but we knew it was coming. And it happened. So now you regroup, you restart, and, hey, you never say die, Dane. There's always a chance that uh Better never rest, Paul. Yeah, better never rest. And, uh, you know, there always is tomorrow where Georgia could be. Thank you. I I was trying to go in for like a Walter Cronkite, (laughs) Greg. See, Uh, see, I I go more for Andy Rooney. You know what really burns me up right now? See, I was was going for that. Uh, But there is a chance. There is a chance that Georgia is in the playoffs. A very slim chance, but never say die. So uh, we'll see what happens. Before you hit end, because I have the access to the same button. Cheers to you, my friend, for building this into like such a successful show here on UGA Sports that after the games, whether good or bad, people want to come hang out, talk about it. Like we've all been there of like your favorite sporting event just happened and you just need to like have some more context for it to see what other people thought about it. And you've done a really good job building this up to what it is. I see the numbers on there. It, it beats some of the stuff I do. Not all of it, but some of Not it. Not all of it. Not all you of know, it. Yeah. It's in some, it's hit or miss. Um, I'm happy to be connected with you and to this community uh, and for what you've built here. So like kudos to you. Congrats to you. And this is a cool thing. I think it's going to keep on going for a while. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we'll keep going. And I appreciate the show wouldn't be anything without you guys not to get sappy or uh, sentimental. The show wouldn't be happening without Roddy or Dane or everybody that calls in. All of the, the call-ins are what make the show. Everybody's in the comments that make the show. Um, there's too many to name. So we appreciate you so much. We'll we didn't see, see Anthony tonight, though. Mm-hmm. We didn't. Somebody we'll said, I'm going to actually text Eddie after this and tell him to uh, check in on Anthony because uh, – we need to check in on Anthony. He might be in a, a police department somewhere in North Carolina uh, for sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we appreciate it, guys. We will see you, what, January 1st, Dane, probably? Well, likely. Um, yeah. I, I'll tell you, know, it's like, me and Brent Rollins will have film Don't Lie tomorrow night. So I'll see most of the people that watch this. If you want to know what happened in this game, we'll break it down tomorrow night for you. And, I mean, you're on here tomorrow night, too. Like, I'm here tomorrow night. Better never rest. We just said it. Yeah. Uh, Nothing like it, guys. We appreciate you so much. Before you leave out, the best thing you could do for me is hit that like button. It helps generate this to other dog fans so that the other crazy dog fans, just like yourself, can get in here and hang out. Appreciate you for this whole entire season. It's been amazing. We'll see you tomorrow night for all things Georgia. And uh, Dane and Brent will be on for Film Don't Lie. Better never rest, guys. We'll see you soon.